Hi, y'all. It's Johnny. Just a quick, sad note before we start the show. Of course, we all know one of my favorite divas in the whole world, Whitney Houston, died today. I found out just as I was about to post the podcast. And so instead of posting the podcast as I had done it initially, I've gone back in and added some of my favorite Whitney performances. So we can celebrate all those beautiful black ladies screaming high notes that she had. So even though we're not talking about it on the show, you know I'm feeling it deep in my heart and wishing that Whitney Houston is up in heaven, very happy, looking good with all the heavenly wigs and high notes that she could ever want. We love you, Whitney. Here's a little bit of Whitney and Sissy singing a song that Seems real sad. And then we're going to start the show. And there'll be plenty of laughter. Even you against the world. Sometimes it feels like me and you against the world. And for all the times I cry. That God is on our side. So when one of us is gone and one of us is left alone to carry on, I know remembering we'll have to do our memories alone. I 
Incidental music uh, written to me by my two lovely ladies, Miss Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard, on the last episode. Decided to redo the Braxton's theme song with uh, the gay pimp, with gay pimpin lyrics. That's right. And I, I've been editing the last podcast and listening to it and enjoying it and laughing. And so I thought to myself while I was up real late at night, everyone. <laughs> I said, who do I who tell who who is up at this hour? Adam Joseph is awake in Europe oh my now. God. 
So, and I, he and I Skype sometimes because I'm up at three in the morning. He's just getting up to do office, which is what he calls when it's time to get to work. And they get on the computer and then he's like, office, which is what he, because he's in Europe with Nick Sinclair and they're together. Nick is uh, one of the uh, one of the stars of a Poland's Got Talent or Poland Idol. What? Yeah. His friend Nick, who's an amazing singer and songwriter, is went to Poland, won, won Poland's Idol. That's or didn't amazing. win Poland's Idol, but like became basically a national celebrity from winning Poland's Idol. He can like sing. Wow. And so he is just over in Europe singing and uh, like doing it and being a little celebrity. And then Adam goes over there and I guess they love soul music in Poland. They love it. So they'll pay them to just go and while a DJ plays, they'll be like, good, <coughs> do. <laughs> over the fucking house beats and then do they go how many poles does it take <laughs> ah, there's probably plenty of that anyway so they, I know Adam and him are up and they're doing music and I said hmm maybe I could convince Adam Joseph to do a true version of the Gay Pimp and Family Values theme song oh my God. song just like the Braxtons oh do it my so. God. <laughs> So I was desperately tweeting and Skyping, messaging and Facebooking him to see if I could get it because I did it last night. I sent it to him and I said, girl, I got a project. I want you to try to take this. I want to see if you can make a real version. All right. And he said, all right, girl, we'll do it. And within an hour, he had sent it back to me before I went to bed. They sent it back. Jesus. Really? Mm-hmm. And it is so fucking retarded. <laughs> it made me happy. I listened to it like 10 times and it just is so it stupid. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you? It's already my ringtone. <laughs> All right. All right. Brandy, you should probably introduce this. New shit, new shit. <laughs> This is gay pimpin' and you'll see We are not like an ordinary family Johnny, Julie, Brandy, Debbie, Lex and one other person I'll teach you a thing or two Gay pimpin' family values Good. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh and my one god! Other those, one wow. other person. <laughs> I, I was like, those two bitches, those two singing bitches, are over there in Europe doing their singing shit, I mean, and I bet they would love a quick retarded project. <laughs> and did they ever? They brought it. Oh, uh, they, they it out. They brought. It, uh, those harmonies at the end. I mean, yeah, just uh, like the Braxton. Oh my God! And there's Adam Joseph is doing some it's really so fun projects and there. Yeah, because they <laughs> are like, basically it's like actually giving it back to a less schizo Braxtons because they're as good as the Braxtons. They can sing their faces uh, off. Now, uh, if you've heard those dulcet tones and were like, "Who are those amazing singers?" You should check them out both on Facebook. They're both good friends of mine. I love them. Nick Sinclair is at uh, facebook.com slash Nick Sinclair fan page. And that's S-I-N-C-K-L-E-R. Um, and then, of course, the hummingbird, the white soul hummingbird, Adam Joseph, <laughs> who sung to me, actually, he actually, Adam Joseph Skyped me with his new Polish boyfriend. Oh. Wow! 
time. And he was his Polish boyfriend hardly speaks English. Perfect. But he loves yeah. Adam Joseph. And he was like, Adam was talking to me and Skyping, and the boyfriend was just kind of in the background, rubbing <laughs> on him, giving him a small kiss, laughing occasionally. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. He, and he would be like, girl, I'm in total heaven. Point, 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 point. So want, anyway, you, you can uh, you can check him out at Adam Joseph NYC. Um, it's his tw- Adam, at Adam Joseph NYC is his Twitter and his Facebook fan page is facebook.com slash the Adam Joseph. And he's the Adam Joseph that does the singing on the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, right? he sings the beginning of the podcast and he produces all my records and he is my best homie. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. That they did amazing. that so quick. Amazing. It, I can't less, even take it. That's amazing. How about one more time? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> This is gay pimpin' and you'll see Tiny Brian that like an ordinary family Chuck and Julie, Brandy, Demi, Lex and one other person I'll teach you a thing or two Gay pimpin' family value Yes, yes, enough of it And it is my ringtone now I've had it as my ringtone all day I'm gonna give it to you It's so... Fun. I want to really listen to it and see what are they saying in the back when they're like, woo, like there's background. Yeah, he, well, he goes, turn it, and then oh. something else. Like, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> who would have thought when we were sitting there on the couch writing it and laughing that, I mean, that would I know. Ever... I thought, like, what would be more fun than turning something that was already beautiful or retarded <laughs> and then flipping real. it off 360 back to the real thing? Did you have to send the real version? <laughs> yeah, I sent him, like, the Braxton's version and your guy's version and then uh, in one little file. Oh, my God. They killed it. He's really They talented. killed it. They're both amazing singers. They're amazing. And they're both extremely retarded and amusing, which makes it yeah. even better because they can they understand what we're going for, honey. Is Nick American living in Poland or is he Polish? <clears throat> He's American. Oh, wow. He's a black American, an African American in Europe. <laughs> well, we should all go there and try out for, like, Poland soap stars and shit. <laughs> yeah. you know? Poland's got talent. Yeah. <laughs> do or monologues and monologues shit. yeah there's gotta be a movie star like isn't there like maybe they sold the actress hosted by Faye Dunaway to Poland oh, yeah. and they're doing a Polish Charlotte. season now and we can be like we're gonna be doing a scene from ordinary people <laughs> <laughs> give her the goddamn camera oh <laughs> uh, well I'm glad you enjoyed that because I really enjoyed it oh my god I couldn't, if I had to think of a better surprise, I couldn't think of one. No. I'm glad. I had to like stop myself from just sending it to you right away, but I wanted the effect for the radio. It was definitely worth <laughs> it. Because it was so fun. Oh, oh God, oh, I love it. That was good. That was good. That was good. Well, in case there's a new listeners and don't know who the fuck I'm talking to, this is Miss Julie Goldman, America's lesbian sweetheart. You look like a Hollywood writer type when you came in today. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but now that you're working on Fashion Police, like you're a little bit blowing the gold dust off your shoulders because you just have that thing. She's a no-nonsense comedy genius. Oh, my new watch. Oh, yeah, that you're definitely a Hollywood dyke with that digital Casio beauty of a watch. The old school 80s with the calculator watch. Oh, it's beautiful. Can I also tell you that I didn't realize last week when we were discussing the girl with the dragon tattoo or the girl with the dragon tattoo. 
that when you did y'all's version of it in in your box office, mm-hmm. that you transform yourself into the girl <laughs> with the dragon tattoo, with the eyebrows off and everything. And I said, this bitch is fierce. <laughs> We drew, guess what? I had to pull out the RuPaul's Drag Poo makeup set <laughs> that they gave Julie for free. Really? I was like, drag me makeup coming in handy. <laughs> Miss Brandy Howard, everyone, aka Julie Goldman's makeup artist. <laughs> or America's Greatest Starlet. You both look like Hollywood writer bitches. Mm. I just don't notice. Oh. It's like the new little bling on you just from it. You can really? just feel it. You've been through a Golden Globes hell. You've come out victorious. <laughs> You're fucking writing a thousand jokes. You're looking like you. You're, you're walk, talking the walk and walking the talk. Wow. I it's think you're looking covering great. Covering up a dead, decaying confidence <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> That's even more. That's even more fun. It really is. Oh, well, maybe like as your confidence seeps out, it becomes golden kind of like attitude yeah. dust. Exactly. Mm. Just, just putting our fashion on and walking in with our watches and our. Hey, what's up? Got hey. 50 jokes about Madonna's hands. Go. Boom. Exactly. Boom. And by 50, I mean four. <laughs> but they're great, and I'm going to sell it. And all we can do is watch TV and be like, that's uglier than, you know, Drew Peterson's hair when Rob Lowe <laughs> pretends he's him. Shit. It's just none of it's good. That's so bad. And, and I just want to tweet like, it's so great when you find out living the dream is really your worst nightmare. But I know like people will see it that I can't have seen no it. So I'm like, mm, just don't can't do it. Can't do it. Just yeah. keep it inside. We're just here where no, one, here. Will, no one will or, know. It's like being inside. No one will know. No one will know. You know, we've heard his sweet and dapper tones already on the show. Oh. Mr. Sam Pancake over here. Yeah. He's got a fifth of vodka and a Perrier. Is that what a fifth is? I'm not sure. I've darling. never drank anything less than a gallon. I've never picked one up before. That's what Lex had last week, and I was like, I'll go down to the bodega. I know. I love that our intern's the one heavy drinking during the show. What the fuck? And he always has like a smear in his I like to mix it. Yeah. yeah. It's a 40 ounce of a smear in his I'm going to bring a Zima. I like Zima. I like, don't want to touch anybody. No. You guys aren't smiling. You always have to with the smile. Oh, yeah, he does that. You know, but that's kind of part of his charm. It's like, he gives you that thing, but he does it with him. Yeah. Eyes are closed behind his brandy glasses. God bless him. God bless little Lex. He has the night off. He has the night off. I know. That's totally inappropriate. He doesn't get nights off. No. You're right. I'm giving Tammy and Lex a break. If you want, I'm giving them a break because it was a little too spicy. It was a little too spicy for my taste. I like tension, mm-hmm. but it was getting a little too spicy when Tammy did the thing when he went back in the chair and tried to shove Lex out of oh. the chair. The Tammy, to the podcast. It was, Tammy, it was a little much for me, and so I'm giving Lex a break so Tammy can feel School good down. about himself, and then we can both, then Lex can feel good, and we can all feel good together. It got real. Back to peace. It got real. Got real. My rebuttal coming up. Oh. Oh, wow. okay, okay. Can wow. I just say that I felt really bad because um, I love you Tam and I had to go yell at Julie and make Julie I was like say it was you and she's like I think it was <laughs> it's like I have to go back and listen because I'm just shocked she was shocked I honestly don't remember saying any of that stuff honestly because I don't know I don't remember 
well, whatever it was, it was all in love. Anyways, yeah. Tandy loves Tammy's Tammy. Ra- Tammy's rage. <laughs> Behind the scenes <laughs> drama, gay pimping. As new intern Lex usurps his power. I never asked him to take me home, says Tammy. No, get out of my chair. No comment, says Lex. Uh, inside story, Lex seen drunk at the, at the House of Blues. His friends say he's losing it. Seven screwdrivers and a pint. And then the only person really coming out of it unscathed is like Gary, America's newest <laughs> sweetheart. It's just like intern wars. That would be like here's Inquirer, intern wars, and then like uh, Star would be like Tammy's sexual addiction. Yes. Yeah. And then um, and us would be like Lex's frigid or yeah, he's, he's uh, uh, yeah. Uh, in touch would be cold as ice. Yeah. Lex's frigid love drives Tammy away. His only love is Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, and then like, uh, and then like, OK Magazine, we like be like at home with Gary, <laughs> exclusive behind the scenes, plus at what home. it's like during the Lex and Tammy War. I want the TV writers to write a lifetime movie about this. Speaking of Drew Peterson, <laughs> you're Ooh. right. Come on. I mean, because Tammy, it, I say Alyssa Milano for Tammy. It almost got that dramatic last it week. Does. It was like a lifetime beginning of a movie where, like, she took it one step too far. <laughs> Tamantha with a T. She's a bitch with a gun. I was listening yeah, to the podcast like- today from last week, and you guys, I couldn't remember what happened because I was drinking. But me and Brandy both are going, "No, they're really fighting, guys. No, they really can't see it. They're really fighting. They're really fighting. That's really happening." But I'm sure everything everything on the intern wars is going to be fine. Isn't that right? Tammy! First of all, I have to speak on behalf of me and Lex and say that I'm honored to be in the opening song and that I love it. Uh-huh. Because, I mean... It's really more like new incidental music, but... And I can pretend like I'm the one other person, at least tonight. So far. Yeah, you're in the song, too. Oh, my God, thank you. You have to sue you like the ginger, like Marianne and Professor did, not become all the rest on the Gilligan's Island. Oh, really? Did <laughs> yeah, that was that a thing that happened? Season was like a movie star and the rest, and they were both like the rest. There's two of us. There's two more people. Professor and, and, and motherfucking Marianne. She was like, oh, oh. They were like, oh, oh, oh. With Michael and a guy named Sam. Here on Gay Pimpin. And Nico, too. And Todd and other people, too. And Calpurnia, et cetera. Now it's going to be all kinds of theme songs coming out. I think, why not? A hundred. You know what, listeners? Well, wouldn't you like to at home create a theme song for Gay Pimpin? Oh, what a wonderful. If you would like to make your own little song about Gay Pimpin or any of us or any of the funny things that happen on the show, why don't you send it in? Doesn't that sound great? Yes, it does. That's a that wonderful idea. Maybe good. it could even be a contest and someone gets a prize. There's no prizes left. The prize will be playing it on the show. That's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. Yes, a a wonderful, the prize will be playing it on the show. That's right. What's hilarious is that the only person that ever would have done that is Lex, and he works here now. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Still will. Good. Lex can do it. He still will. Yeah. All right. So, Tammy, we sort of, we the contest got in the the brilliant new contest that I'm excited about. (laughs) Did get in the way of your rebuttal. What did you, you, uh, everything's going to be fine with you and Lex, right? It's not that big of a deal. Okay. So, first of all, I haven't, the last podcast hasn't been downloading for me. So, I haven't heard how this all went over as a listener yet. But from what I remember from the experience, um, uh, let's see. Okay. Well, he was heading, I'm going to just, you know, say my side of the story quickly. So, Mm. he was like heading over to me. 
And well, he, you know, you said go on the mic. So he stood up and he's like wandering around because as an intern, you're trying to figure out what mic to go to. So I know that feeling from doing that in the past. So I nicely got up so he would have a mic. And then you were joking that, you know, he just walked over to my chair. So I wanted to say I gave it up instead of him taking it because I didn't want to think I was giving up any power to our intern <laughs> as a cast member just have to say okay okay I mean this is the thing this is the kind of energy that's making me nervous because they are really showgirls well Crystal not since All About Eve has there been a drama as intense wow beautifully written I mean the thing is neither of us really care about it that much I know I'm torn because every time I think it's light then the showgirls monologue begins. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Uh, You know what? I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah, it's totally entertaining. I got so tense. I'm smoking a cigarette, and you know I quit. Got front row seat. You got front row seat to the battle royale. Lex versus Tammy. Look, there's going to be no Lex versus Tammy. We've already had people, crazy people on Twitter, where it's being like, Team Tammy, hate Lex. That's silly. Really? Oh, I didn't see that. Thanks, but that's mean. Don't do it. All yeah. this is leading to is a gorgeous fucking sexual tension, moonlighting, makeout. <laughs> oh my God, we love you. I love I mean, you. I love draw definitely... wedding. I'm all of it. You guys are meant to be. It's very If we ever do have sex, it's going to be a very angry fuck. He's going to have to brace himself. But it's not going to wow. happen. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh my God. You are blossoming into, God. I don't know what kind of blossom. <laughs> a, like a tiger lily or some kind of, or a Vita's fly trap. You are, uh, I don't want, you know what, you, I think your training has obviously begun for RuPaul Drag Race here (laughs) at confessional school Mm -hmm. because you're really giving it to me like you're ready for the confessional right now. You just need to get your drag game way up. Yeah. Thanks for all the motivation, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) You're so uplifting. I love you, Tammy. I do. You know, by the time this podcast come out, will I have done my show? When's this coming out? You will. Perhaps. Well, look, you're look, right you're now, doing it. You're Feb four, so you're if it's get, four after Feb that, four. Look up the video or go to Hamburger Mary's. Feb maybe. four. Okay, I have a question. When Tam started being um, an intern in New York, uh huh, how long did it take before he got to talk on the microphone? I don't know. It was like six months. Yeah, so he's building up a resentment because Lex gets to get right well, on. Not a resentment, but I'm just noticing that yeah. the youth is lucky. <laughs> yeah, he's you're really youthful, like, but it's been going like that because I had it easier than pom pom. Oh, That's true. Oh, yeah, pom pom. Oh, well, I had it more fun than pom pom. Please pom-pom. explain that to me. You guys butt rate pom pom every week. <laughs> I can't spill the tea on the inside podcast dirt. We're going off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I finally saw that Liza video that you mentioned to me last time. Shit, Liza says. Uh, you lo- are you loving it? So amazing, right? Yeah. yeah, I've watched it a million times. I love that. <laughs> If Beyonce, Billy Street should do your arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part is when she just yells, uh, Mickey Rooney, for no reason. <laughs> the random one. So, uh, anyway. She's good. And the thing with yeah. Lady Gaga, have you seen that video, Shit Liza Minnelli says? Yes. It's really well done. Gaga. Whoever that, that lady, lady is. Christine like Petty. Is she in New York or something? She's forbidden Broadway forever. She can do any, she can do every voice. She does one of those people who does like show tunes where she changes from Angela Lansbury, Carol Channing, Bernadette Peters, yeah. Liza yeah. for every verse. Mm-hmm. And she does a radio show on Sirius XM with uh, uh, mornings on Broadway. I'm, I'm gay. I don't know if you knew that, but I'm gay. <laughs> she has also, she does another video where she does telephone as Liza and Carol Channing and she plays both characters. Yes. Oh. And it's pretty it's fun. phenomenal. It's pretty funny. I need to go watch that one. So anyway, I've been watching that. If I ever do get on Drag Race, I'll just be copying her for my Snatch Game impersonation. Um, yes. Very good. Well, you know, that's one thing you do have covered right now, Tammy. One down. You have Snatch Game covered. Because last season, all the queens sucked at Snatch Game, I thought. 
It was a very boring it show. Was, well, so. I don't remember. I don't before. remember. But I don't um, no. I did. I, you have your lives already. Thank you. And so yeah, so that's just all, this is all inspiring me for my show coming up. And uh, I also like, uh, but from that video, I got inspired to like look at more Liza music online because I still don't have like all of it because I don't know. I just keep missing things. So I just downloaded the Liza and Judy live at the Palladium, and oh, I'm yeah. getting into Liza and Judy, even wow. gayer, even older. Wow. Bigger, wow. better. You've Bigger, seen, better. You've seen gayer. the punchy players like Cream of Wheat and all that stuff, right? The what? Cream of Wheat. Oh, honey. I Cream think, of when wheat? When we take a break, Cream I've got a treat wheat. for you. It's like, it's, oh, Tammy. Is this Liza or Judy? Liza and Judy. Oh, it's no, clips of, from that concert, and they're talking back to each other, but the punchy players who are these two gay guys, they can do every voice in the world. You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't either. Look them up. We'll have to, at the break, we're looking at, I've got a treat for Tammy, just as you had a treat for Julie, and I've got a treat for Tammy. <laughs> wow, wonderful. Tammy, I don't know how to describe things. I'm 84 years old. It's, it's, a, it's a type of animation where they take existing found images of okay. people and chop them around. But it looks like they're saying, got and there's a whole, oh, Tammy, just smile. Say thank you. I'm excited. You be, know what, listeners? We're going to hear what that sounds <laughs> like. Fucking Christ. You're trying to help a kid out. Go to hell. I don't care. <laughs> right well, now. Well, we're going to hear it right now, everyone. Uh, Good morning, Mama. It's me, Liza. Liza, my God, it's early. It's only noon. I, I know, Mama, but all us kids were hungry for breakfast, you know. We thought maybe you could get up and fix us something. So we, my God, what am I going to feed all these kids here? Well, let's see. I, I think I see something here on this bottom shelf. I hope it's Captain Crunchies. They're my favorite. No, no, no. They're, they're not Captain Crunchies. They, they. It looks like it. Oh, it is. I don't think it's too old. I don't see any bugs in it. What is it, Mama? It's cream of wheat. Okay, and this time let's read the directions. <laughs> I'll I'll cook it all, and we'll we'll all eat it. All right, Mama. Maybe if you sing the jingle for me. Oh no, no, I couldn't possibly. It'd be disastrous. I, I couldn't sing a note. I really couldn't. Oh come on, Mama. <laughs> be kind of a present to me, you know. Would you like that? Well, I'll do it then. Cream of wheat is so good to eat. Yes, we have it every day. It makes us strong. So we sing the song and it makes us shout hooray. It's good for growing babies and grown-ups too to eat. For all the family's breakfast, you can. Happy cream. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Liza. Liza, where, where'd everybody go? And cream of wheat's ready. Oh yeah, my goodness! Yeah. Okay, okay, Love that's it. good. Good. <laughs> well, what, you know, Cam, you'll get to see the visuals of that during the break. What is this? Like. Is the episode where all the kids and the family get in fights? Apparently, that's <laughs> where everybody gets. It's called them. the Pancake Family. Every day of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. I have one last happy note, and it's the happiest and most exciting one. What is that? Oh. On a classic Tammy note, but not even this total slutty one. Oh, I met a boy that I really like. Oh. Wow! I may actually settle down and have a boyfriend again and not be a slut. I'm not that much of a slut right now. Anyway, you and Lex are seeing each other off camera. <laughs> not Definitely not Lex. Maybe that's happening. I predict in the future that he'll be your third or th- second or third husband. That's just my prediction. Where did you guys meet? You and the new guy. 
I took after Todd. We met on Grinder, Wow. But not in a slu- well, kind of in a slutty way, but not in a slutty and romantic way. And so we met on Grinder, and he came over, and uh, we did some stuff, but not even everything. Not even and everything, not Julie. Everything. Come on, that's hey, just not romantic. even not even that's everything, Julie. That's good. But what does that mean? That not even everything. Other, but didn't fuck yet. Right. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Blowsies is Todd. Blow, says. Yeah, Blowsies. Yeah. Todd, Todd would tell you it was totally blowsies and gozies. But no gozies. Blowsies but no gozies. but stazies. Because first date after first blowjob. Oh, just to give one more detail. Wow. I was the first person to make him come from a blowjob. <laughs> oh. And wow. it happened three times during the date because he spent the night on the first night. Wow. Oh my god. Sudden okay. intimacy. All Strange, right, but exciting. Strange, it's but really exciting. Cute. The so. passion flows from Tammy. <laughs> the passion grows from Tammy. One blowjob. <laughs> he stayed Three. Three all night. <laughs> and he stayed all night. <laughs> I think we felt. How the fuck the, can you guys do that? You the, do it every the title. Time. <laughs> that was beautiful, and it's the theme song to the title of we found of your lifetime movie, Sudden Intimacy. <laughs> the the Lex and Tammy story. Oh my god. So did you invite him to spend the night, or did he just do it? Well, he works near me and lives far away, mm. and we were smoking, so I was like, we've already had sex in Mexico. Whatever. Why like, oh, don't you spend the night instead of drive home possibly dangerously, and then wake up early to go to work when you can just sleep here and go right back to work. It was a nice offer, so he took me up. Are you as hostile to your gentleman as you are to us? (laughs) No. (laughs) Curious. I saved my romance for my gentleman. Wow. Oh my god. All right, all right. Well, um now last week I don't know if you noticed, but I did not tell you about my trip to Mexico. No. Ay! This because 50 minutes, okay? 50 minutes, 50 minutes okay? <laughs> Can I tell you that that happened a thousand times in Mexico? 50 minutes, okay? 50 okay, with um, me. It was a very bizarre trip to Mexico, I'll tell you. And it has an ending that goes to a place that I've never been involved in my life. Speaking of TV movies, this would make a it movie. It goes yeah. to TV movie territory so at, at the end. 7 o'clock we watch Sudden Intimacy and then at 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, the on the Gay Pimp night. Movie Channel, Sudden <laughs> Intimacy with Tammy and Lex Story followed by Mexico we'll Madness. I mean, ma- I mean, I don't want to give it all away with the Juani, title. Juani in Mexico. Juani in Mexico is uh, quite a story. So now I, I did National Pride last year and uh, two of the guys that brought me out to Pride I've mentioned on the show before, they were two very big fat guys. I remember and, the chunky ones. Right, yeah. They were little big southern fat guys. They were like, <laughs> hey, Johnny, what's going on? And when I was there in Nashville, they were like, oh, this is my husband, Jason. This is my, we're fiance. Oh, no, we're husbands. We're this. He said, oh, this is my husband. This is my husband, Jason. Oh, nice to meet you. And then the little twink came over with a wisp of a shirt on and like a blonde hair over one eye. I was like, Hey, I'm Joel. And they're like, yeah, John, this is our fiance, Joel. <laughs> and so I hung out. They 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 also like had a private booth at the club that, that night at the thing. And so I went and hung out with them. And when you guys got thrown like stuck out, right? And you were stuck out with Joel? Isn't yeah, no, it wasn't with Joel. Yeah, but yeah. like I went to the club with them and I hung out and they were their whole thing was like it was a booth of twinks. 
They were like, we're covered in teenagers, you guys. And they had like all these teenagers around them. All this these is still in Nashville. This is yeah. in Nashville. This is like they have all these teenagers around them who are all like, we came to the club in a limo. And they're like, yeah, it gets real crazy in the limo. These boys will do anything in a limo. And it's all these like Nashville teen sluts who like from the country or wherever. Oh. But they come in and they just are like, they'll do whatever for very little. So it's like a limo ride. They're blowing people in the limo. Oh, my God. We're stars. We're Britney. Yeah. Ah, fuck you. Ah, fuck you, mom. I'm fucking blowing this fat guy in the thing. <laughs> so it's like a really interesting, like crazy dynamic. I'm like, these motherfucking fatties are on a thruple, and then they have all these other boys. Are this crazy? So uh, I like I ended up hooking up with this boy who was like living in their house, I guess, and had sort of a romantic evening with him, a very enjoyable evening. And then I hung out with them and then him the next day. And there was more crazy twink madness. Like the other fatty sent home the husband and the fiance and met some other like strange, crazy kid who was like, Hi, my name is Coco. And he had like long <laughs> hair. Coco? <laughs> and he had like beady shorts on, but he talked over his dress real slutty, but it comes Mildly like, retarded. Like whatever. He was kind of mildly retarded. And like, he was like, <laughs> Then I saw them the next day, and they're like, we were fucking in the shower, and he broke the shower. Oh, oh my God. And then they were like, the the one fatty and the kid that lived in his house were like, like got to get rid of him, so we got to go drop him off. So it was like, there was all this crazy Nashville kookamago, but okay. I thoroughly to the enjoyed it. Okay. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And they had hired me for that gig, and it paid me, and whatever. So <laughs> I had occasionally kept in touch with that kid that from Nashville, and he would text me his adventures. The young one, the cute one. Like the one, the cute one, not their, not their fiance. Not but, but this kid that I'll call Blaine. We'll call him Blaine. Um, Good one. Great. Blaine. Blaine. We'll call him Blaine. Um, that Blaine. Inspired by so Glee. I would, Blaine. I would occasionally speak to him on the phone because I found him amusing and we had had a really good time. So he'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving Nashville. I'm going to Orlando. And he's like, yeah, I got to get the fuck out of here. It's so boring down here. And I was like, that's interesting. He's like, yeah, I'm taking Joel with me. They think he's visiting his mama, but he wants to get out of here. So apparently Joel and Blaine got bought plane tickets from the fatty's account and flew to Orlando. Grifters. <laughs> Total. Total they flew to Orlando. Now look, this is Grifters. this is the, it's it's a grifty story, everyone. <laughs> it gets gri- it gets griftier. So I've heard it. Grifting it's like gri- it gets griftier and griftier. <laughs> so then I uh, there's so your title, griftier. Griftier, griftier, and griftier. Um, so. So uh, Blaine moves with Joel to Orlando and he moves in with another old boyfriend of his. But by the time that I got there, I was like, I don't want to have sex with you. (sighs) He's so boring. And then I got into the Parliament House and they threw me out of the Parliament House being underage. So what can I do here? I hate it. I'm going to go back. So I told Joel to get in my boyfriend's bed and he'd be the new boyfriend. And then he called the fatties and got him to buy him a plane ticket back to Nashville. And they did. So... That was the last I'd heard of them for a while. Uh, so you get like the crazy thing, and then yeah. there's this whole community around them of but these this weird was just last crazy. Last June, right? This, this was is just, just last. last this okay. is just like a couple months, like last June, exactly. Yeah. So so anyway, I don't hear from them for a couple months, and then I, I this boy calls me and is like, "Hey, I'm in, we're in Mexico." 
Blaine or Blaine Joel? calls me okay. and says, "Hey, we're in Mexico. We're gonna um, and Joel's now out of the picture. Okay, he's in Orlando. Joel stayed in Orlando. They got a replacement. He's playing uh, Tigger at Disney World. Blaine now. had so Blaine had, was like, I got him replacement boyfriends right away. I mean, that position was filled within 24 hours. There was a new boy sleeping in Joel's bed in their bed, and then when I left, I had to get a facilitator for them to do my job. <laughs> Yeah, this is the kind of cuckoo magoo universe it is. So I don't hear from them for a while, and then the kid calls me. Says, hey, we're in Mexico. Colin and Jason are opening up a. They're opening up a nightclub down here. I was like, all right, that sounds good. And then he's like, oh, Colin wants to talk to you. And so he's like, hey, buddy, we're down here in Mexico. We're opening up this guy club. It's gonna be amazing. It had to be in fucking Puerto Vallarta, right? It was in Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> yes. And they were like, hey, do you wanna, do you wanna get, you wanna, you wanna come down here and do a show? And I was like, great. And he's like, you can stay with Blaine. I was like, that sounds good too. So uh, I was they like, in the club that so you they did in Nashville, or were they just? They were the people at Pride who oh, were okay. like running Pride. Okay. They so, ran. Pride in yeah. Nashville. Yeah, they ran Pride in Nashville. Like one of them did was in charge of Pride. So they seemed like though this had a grifty surrounding. They were in charge of stuff. They've been given responsibility. They club. They did. I had a great time in Nashville. And they treated me really nicely, and it was a great show. So I and they paid no, you, and they paid, and they paid me. Blow job. They paid me months early. So and then I made love to a young gentleman. It was great, and it was fun. There was lots of cuckoo magoos around. I was totally enjoyed it all. So then they'll come down to Mexico and I was like, great. So we give them, I told them to come down and do a show. And then I say, I'm going to stay for seven days. Cause I think I'm going to hang, cause it's new year's Eve show. And I figured I'll come a couple days early, leave a couple days late. I'm going to hang out with this boy. I'm going to hang out in Mexico. Yeah. I'm going to do the show. It sounds like yeah. it'd be great. Yep. Okay. So, uh, about two weeks before the trip, I noticed on Facebook that Blaine is posting things like, so glad I'm home. <laughs> Great to be with my roomies again. Oh my goodness, fun, you guys. And so I'm like, I don't think this motherfucker is still in Puerto Vallarta. So I try to message him, no response. And so then I'm like, well, I'll just I'll ask the fatties what, what's going on with them. <laughs> and so they're like, oh no, he left. He got homesick and left. And that was like a week before I'm supposed to get there. And I'm like, how long oh. were they there already? Yeah. They had already been, they, were, they called me like at the beginning and then they were there for about three months and opened this club. And I was in supposed Mexico? to, wow. in Mexico, they drove down and I was, then they, oh, they rented a space and opened this club and they opened it over Christmas. And then I was supposed to come New Year's Eve. Now, so, who was, can I ask? Go ahead, yeah. In their house, like, do they still have their house in Nashville? Well, their house in Nashville, I lay, I found out later, they drove down to Mexico with Blaine, and then uh, they just, they apparently their boyfriend, one of the, that had replaced Joel, went into the house and took all their stuff. Nice. Cleaned out the house. Charming. But now I don't know any of this stuff at the time. <laughs> okay, 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 I'm sorry. At I, the I'm time, I'm just thinking I'm going to go down. So I realized the kid's not going to be there, but I'm like, whatever, I'm still getting paid to do a show. I'll hang out in Mexico with the fatties. And he's like, it's just me, you, Jason, and a ton of, other tw ton of thousand twinks. And I said, that sounds great. <laughs> Mexico, what could, what could go wrong, I mean, what everyone? could be wrong with that? Bum, it's bum, New Year's bum. Eve. What could go wrong, everyone? I know if you've heard me tell these tales before, you know something went wrong. So already I'm going to, I, the boy's not going to be there, but like, whatever, it's Mexico. So I still plan to go down there. So I get down there, fly to Mexico. I visited my parents in Arizona and I thought I could just, uh, the flight was supposed to go to LAX, Phoenix, and then to uh, Puerto Vallarta. And I thought, well, I'll just pick it up in Phoenix. 
you cannot do that. You can't. And it was going to be like $1,000 to change the ticket. So they had to, I had to fly from Phoenix to LA, back to Phoenix, and then to Puerto Vallarta. So it was a long travel day. So I get there and I'm picked up by Cole. He finds me. He's like, there you are, there you are. And I've lost my phone on the airplane, Julie Goldman style. So I get to Mexico and it doesn't start off good because I realize I left my phone on the damn plane. And they're like, okay, 15 minutes, okay? 15 minutes, okay? So I'm like, oh shit. So I wait, everybody's gone through the luggage. I'm in Mexico. And I lived in countries overseas a lot, but the grasp of English, immediate English in Mexico in the airport was very small. They're like, eh? Phone? Okay. 15 minutes, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I was like, oh, great. So, I get off the plane, finally meet Cole, and he's there, and Jason's there, too. <laughs> and they're with their 19-year-old Mexican assistant, <laughs> who uh, I oh, named Nicolas. I was going to say Juan. Named Nicolas. Uh, who uh, I later come to realize is not only their assistant, but also the part manager of their club. And then I later found out that he was hired by them. He was found in a resource pool known as Manhunt Mexico. Oh, my God. Known as grifter.com. Yeah. So they had this, they had this, they had this 19 year old Mexican kid who was their, uh, their assistant who, uh, they met on manhunt. He was like, Hey, okay. Jesus. Hey. So they take me, they're like, we got to wait at Carl's jr. For a little while. Cause we've got another person coming in. What? So, oh my God. So I'm we go to, scared. We go to so Carl's unsafe. Jr. And he's like, you can have whatever you want. I would and have it, exploded. Like the Mexican assistant is like, <laughs> Mexican assistant is like, uh, ordering them stuff is like, what do you want? Okay. Turkey burger? Okay. Turkey burger? <laughs> like curly fries? Yeah, exactly. Fries, okay? Exactly. He just basically would say the menu items uh, with an accent. And so we're there and we got, they're like, we got to pick up Jakey. And he's got a, he's Jakey's coming in and he's a real hot twink. Janky? Jake, we'll call him, yeah. we'll call him yeah. Jakey. Janky. <laughs> it's uh, Janky. So you gotta, we got a, he's a real hot, he's a real hot twink. They flew in just what a hoppy. They were yeah, they were flying in boys because Blaine left, so they're like, hey, we're gonna take, uh, we're gonna fly in old Jakey over here, (laughs) and so he and he was like to apparently like work at the club, but really we know they were there to service the gentleman. Service. So they're like flying hookers in. Flying, flying hookery people in, (laughs) Um, but like you know, well you'll see. So like they. Finally, we get we go back to the airport to pick up Jakey, and Jakey comes out, and he's like, "It's a real hot twink, Johnny. You take a look at his picture." And it's sort of a far away, like you can't really see much. So then he finally gets off the plane. And there he is. It's a platinum blonde Blanche Devereaux season one, short on the sides, poofy on top type of look, with a wisp of a tank top. They love a tiny, guy with a tiny a booty tank shorts, <laughs> flat sandals with just one leather strap around them and a full face of makeup. No. Giving you like a natural beauty beat. A young girl <laughs> fresh face 19 no makeup makeup look but on a male. Wow. In Mexico. So, balls. So, so this, this queen is just there and she's giving balls. you a very like 
hey, dead behind the eyes type of thing. Like, I'm real. I don't even know how to react when people come up and say hello. But, hey, okay, that's cool. So, like, I and I began to call her, in my mind, damaged behind the eyes Barbie. <laughs> Very sort of beautiful. But being like, oh, from Alabama. But then, like, a male, like a left Alabama and so I went to San Diego to do like porn there for a while and then like I was dating As you do. in the Navy and then I was living as an 18 year old and then like he like went crazy on me because I don't know like me because I'm too, I'm always like the pretty one and like people don't really like me because I'm the pretty one and so I had to be back to Alabama and then thinking it's Jason and Cole call me and I came down here I was like why not have a vacation <laughs> I'm obsessed with the careless one strap sandals <laughs> yeah <laughs> Now, and of course, a white hobo bag, large purse. Yes. Slouchy. Yeah. Because she's doing a, oh shit, a careless look. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's just like, just come in, going to Puerto Vallarta. So, uh, she, I just thought maybe Drew Jogi is, he would have called. Oh. Um, Oh, so that's fine. Um, Where was I again? Slouchy bag. Oh, right. Slouchy bag. And then the thing is, the airline lost his luggage. So the only thing this kid had to wear completely was this one flight (laughs) outfit. Did he see his clothes later being worn by other <laughs> Mexican gentlemen and ladies throughout the No, uh, he week? did actually find his suitcase. Mm. Anyway, so now we're there. And like, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be, you know, it's fine, whatever. Well, I'll just hang out with the two fatties and their twink and uh, we th- and their assistant. And no, it's going to be fun. Still fine. Like, whatever. It's a week in Puerto Vallarta. It's weird and fun and Mexican and whatever. A week is a long time to spend there, too. Yeah. So it's a little bit long, but I'm like, whatever. Show's in like a day and a half, and then I'll have a couple days after to do whatever. So I'm trying to make the best of it. It's not exactly what I had planned. But still, your attitude at this moment is very good. Yeah. I would be seeing fireworks and uh, lots of rape and horror. Mm, well, look, I, I kind of... Your like, attitude I, is good. Yeah, well, because, look, I knew it was going to be different than I expected. I thought, oh, I'm just going to relax. I hung with out with these guys before. They're all pretty nice. Yeah. But also, you think that millions of twinks are going to be at this club. Yeah. Right. That's another thing I'm thinking. Like, I'm definitely yeah. going to meet young gentlemen here, and it'll be so, so fun. Yep. So, that night, we go to the club. Now, there's a gay strip in Puerto yeah. Vallarta, but... <laughs> With that beach and everything, blue like, chairs. Well, there's that gay part of the beach, but in the city, there's like a gay street that like mm. five or six gay bars are on. So that's where all the gay stuff is. So we go past that, and we go a couple more blocks. Oh no! Then we go a couple more blocks over, oh, and there's like a bridge, go. and then you go down like a stairway, and you make a left, and there's like another street, <laughs> and that was where that club was. And I still said, I said to myself, it's, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Because they are talking about people working there and the manager and the thing. And Jakey, Jakey came down to do the damn thing. Dan be a go-go dancer. And I'm like, this is going to be still going to be fun. So we get to the club. And if it's their house, I'm going to die. It's not their house. I'd gone back to their house. They stayed in like a little beachy condo type place. No, but Tim Robbins is sanding a boat over in Zaylon, Maine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So we go, we go inside, and it's we go in there early at first, and so it's completely empty, and this the men, people are there, and it's a big size. You go upstairs, there's a big like front bar, and then there's a dance floor, there's upstairs on the thing, and they're and they're like, we got all your videos, Johnny, we're gonna play them, it's gonna be great, we've been playing them, we're gonna love them. 
Okay, it's going to be great. Let's go have dinner. So we go have dinner somewhere. And I go to this one place and they're playing videos at the restaurant. And they play my videos. And Ooh. the owner comes up and is like, we love your videos here. And they're telling me that they've been playing in some other disco. So I'm thinking, this mm. is still going to be good. At least I'm going to have a great show. Because everybody already knows me here. Mm-hmm. I got a free skewer. <laughs> they sent me a free skewer a because strange, of my videos. Strange oh. meat. <laughs> anyway, so then it's late now. And we go back to the club. It's Thursday, so maybe it won't be too crazy, but there's maybe like 25 people tops up in the club. But it's Thursday, we have a couple drinks. It's obvious now that their assistant is truly the manager of the club, and he's in <laughs> way over his head. Say, what uh, the 19-year-old? Yeah, the 19-year-old is basically managing the club, and he's always like, can I borrow your iPhone call? I need to borrow your iPhone and they have a Mexican cell phone and they have a real cell phone and they, they always have both cell Gracious. phones with them. Scary. Mexican cell phones aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there, so the club that night doesn't seem like it's popping off, but there's enough people there. We drink, we have some fun. I think, all right, it's going to be all right. So then another day goes by and we go to the club again on Friday night. Well, I'm sure that's got to be big, but once again... It still is not big. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, they just opened it. But they just opened, and okay, they were. I'm still thinking now. Oh, I'm sure the New Year's show will be good. Now, in the meantime, I've run into on the street Michael Dargaval, who's one of the big donors for the Kickstarter project. Oh, and so he says, Johnny, we just went to the club and asked them what time they were performing, and they said they didn't know. <gasps> and then someone said nine o'clock. That's not the case, is it? And I was like, no. And he's like, he tells, uh, says to the one of the fatties, he's like. Um, he's like, you guys should really get out to the beach and flyer tomorrow. And so I say, that's maybe a good idea. Mm-hmm. So I make them a flyer that night, and they're like, we're gonna get all get all of Nicholas's real sexy teen friends to come to the beach. <laughs> Some of them are seventeen. They look so good. They're real sexy. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, that sounds good. I'll bring some teenagers to the beach, and they'll hand out sexy flyers, and. That's what planned for the next day. So we get to the beach with Nicolas, and there are three Mexican 17-year-olds fully dressed with sunglasses on and backpacks who kind of like throw the flyers <laughs> on the beach and then right. disappear. Show, show. Because they're straight, right? Yeah, because they're, they're like little straight Mexican teenagers who are like, whatever, man. And then they disappear, and Nicolas, the assistant, disappears with them, leaving me and Jakey, the twink tranny drag queen uh. Uh, person, the dead behind the eyes Barbie to find our way to back to the house by ourselves. Imagine me and Jakey walking around Puerto Vallarta for two hours. Oh my My feet were bleeding. (laughs) So now it's New Year's Eve and I'm getting ready for the show. And I'm thinking, I'm not sure if this is going to go too good. I'm not sure if this is going to go too good. And so I have them pick me up like 15 minutes before the show. They're going to drive me to the club. And you know it's bad, but no one mentions anything on the way. They're just like, okay, let's get ready to go. Hope it's good. Hope it's going to be good. Maybe it'll be good. Hope it's good. (laughs) Well, I went in there. I went into the club. There was like maybe 12 people up in the club. 12 people. And five of them were Michael Dargovel and his his crowd. So I was like, now I have to perform because he gave me so much money for the videos. And the rest of the people, Mexican. Just had a straight people. Just, just what? who what? just had wandered in from the street. Oh, oh lord! So it was Mexican straight people <laughs> and five older homosexual gentlemen who were very nice, and me getting ready to do. Think you know about me? Well, forget what you heard. <laughs> a sexy nerd. <laughs> the Mexican people can't understand what I'm going to be saying. 
I did the quickest show of my life. I did mm-hmm. the, I, I, so literally it was like a just eat, just kill yourself and eat and yeah. do it and pretend <laughs> you're doing it for the money. You're doing it for the money. Yep. So just give get them the show. Yep. And I was like, you bought yourself a Johnny McGovern show. You're going to get it. Oh God. So that was not that fun. Was it at nine? Uh, no, it was at 1 a.m. Oh my gosh. So you went there. So like happy 10, new year. <laughs> Thinking no about me. I like by digmatized. I was like, I just need to end it all. Did, did right you do now. any crowd work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I honestly literally Hola. 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 What are you doing? Where are you El from? El Digmatazium. Hey, thanks for coming tonight. It was it was like a it was like a torture fest. It was like a torture fest. Honey. So then they were like, oh well. They're like, well, I th- think we're going to have to pay you out of the American account. Oh, my, oh my God. goodness. And there weren't a lot of people you. here. We're going to have to pay you that American account. And I was like, well, that's oh, good. Johnny, what was the name of the club? Please say. Crema. Crema Night Crema. 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 Oh, well, it was meant to be a twink bar, but they were like, when we got to Mexico, it was real difficult to find twinks. They're just not real. You know, they don't feel confident about their body here. You can't get them like you can in the States. So we're going to have to fly in the boys. <laughs> Yeah. So now grandma well, means cream. Thailand, cut the chase yeah, and get to yeah, Thailand. You fucking molesters. Okay. So now yeah. the show has ended, but I still and <laughs> I still have four more days, three more days to stay there. No, so it's, it's me, Deadwood, Barbie, the fatties, and the Mexican assistant. For four days, four days of bizarre conversation, <laughs> smoking thousands of cigarettes, forcing the assistant to buy me weed, lots of oh, things, going to the beach for as long as I could possibly stand, going to the Mexican zoo where I played with the baby tiger. Wow. Oh, those animals are abused. So you I was still, I was still trying to make the <laughs> well, best of it. we don't know that they are. <laughs> I know no, they we are. do know that they are. Still trying to make the best of it. Crema. And, uh, Crema. Yeah, still trying to make the best of it. And so it gets, and it just is bizarre the whole time. The energy with the weird twink is like, she's real, like, weird. And like six in the morning, I'll come out in the living room. She'll just be awake, staring at the wall. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, did you get drugs from her? Because that was necessary. Like, she, like, and we, we, I tried to have fun. We went to Mexican strip clubs, which are all very weird. People just like sort of attack, hump you, and you pay them to. Were there boys doing it? Yeah, gay Mexican strip clubs. Wow. Yeah. And I like. Well, you actually tweeted about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I was still making the best of it and assuming I was going to get the rest of my money, would get paid. When, when I got home because I had worked with them and no matter how shady and griftery it all seemed with the teenagers right. I still assumed and I was being fr- having this friendly kind of time with them mm-hmm. so well, I assumed I everything would be fine I've many a trip like this with Julie where this bitch two minutes after she performs is like in a hostile conversation with someone about where is her money <laughs> yeah. understood so you have to do that though that's yeah. like that's our it. like we are we are all like carnies like we have to fight yeah. like half the job for it's like tracking down your money yeah. you're dealing with some like geeked out the f- freak show <laughs> yep. and it is always three o'clock in the morning their porn stars pulling on their cocks or the people whatever's happening around you and you're just like hi I went to college for this I'm very happy <laughs> even when the show goes well and it's like a nice crowd there's they, it is rare when you don't have to yell 
and fight and yeah. So did you right so, away ask for your money? Well, no, I asked for the money. And it was like I'm doing it right now. We're gonna say, I, I'm gonna have the guy send you a check and it'll okay. be there by the time you get home. So I mean, there's only so many times I can say, yeah. did you do it? Blah yeah. blah blah. Rah, 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 rah. And at different points, I did take him aside. I was like, you're gonna pay me right because you know if you don't pay me, I'm gonna blow your shit up. Nice. Uh, every direct, I'm gonna do. I don't want to be mean. I'm, gonna, I'm still like living at the house yeah. with him and the twink and the assistant. Yeah, there's only so much. So there's only can, so much you can uh, say right, 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 and yeah. how aggressive you can be. Right. But I've met, but several times, including the last moment I was with them, made it aggressively clear that I needed to get my money. Yeah. Now on the last day. We have to go pick up another twink that they're flying in. Oh, sweet Jesus. I don't even remember what Baby his name Lord. is. And he was like the opposite of Dead Behind the Bias Barbie. Also bleach blonde, but more like, he had with pimples on his face and real skinny. and was like, well, I had to cry. I'm going to love my family. But oh my goodness, we're here now. Don't speed. I can't drive. Come on, there are too many parking tickets. And I like was sitting there. I was like, wow. oh my God. And I kept out finding out more and more about the twink army and all. Like Blaine moved back after Mexico, moved into their house and started renting the house out to his friends and keeping the money another one of their twinks stole their car and like and broke it so like it's all getting a little dark as the days go on and i at one point was making jokes about them getting prosecuted for something and i can't remember what it was and i was like don't worry lawyer johnny mcgovern will come in and say your honor i'm not guilty and then leave and that was a (laughs) and so like it was getting weirder and darker and the other twink came and i just was sitting to myself like god how do these fucking guys spend all their time with these retards and just like goes on and on and like they have a weird relationship where they each have a boyfriend but they're together i'm like i'm finding out more and more this whole weird thing and are they sleeping with these twinks they're sleeping with the twinks okay but my thing and then they they're always telling me about like we after the britney concert we had the greatest orgy with the with like seven of them it was like a twink (laughs) festival i'm like how are these guys fucking you you got like what you can't have this much money that you're buying them so much stuff that they're all wanting to fuck you because these are big fatties not not even in a cute way but also ask johnny's like what are they like 50 like late 40s if they're like these older guys who are like and they're not no they're in their 30s they magically one of them had their birthday and i said you are how old oh shit (laughs) yeah they're like in their 30s okay so uh, I finally am ready to get the fuck out of there yeah. when I when I do. I'm like, okay, good. On the yeah, way home, I had an Aeromexico screwed me over big time. It was 50 minute okay a thousand times. I got redirected to Mexico City. No. I had to scary. stay overnight in oh. Mexico City. Uh, what? They gave, they said, don't worry, you have a wonderful hotel in the airport. I got to the fancy hotel in the airport and they were booked up and they oh. sent me to a scary roach motel in downtown Mexico City. Where something jumped on one of the people in the room. Someone else I was traveling said something jumped on my leg as soon as I came in that room. What? Mexico City is the number one filthiest city in the world. It was kidnapping capital, right? And then I so I had like it took me what should have taken me three hours to get back here took twenty four hours. Fireworks. So so I get home and I'm like, well at least you'll get you're gonna get the money. And it'll be fine. Right. So I, I don't get the money. I don't get the money the next day. I don't get the money the next day. And finally, I call them in Mexico. Well, first, I blow up their email, their Twitter, their everything else. Then I call them in Mexico. And they say, hello? I say, oh, hey, it's Johnny. I just wonder what's going on with my money. He's like, oh, sorry, we're on the road. We're going back to the States. We decided to leave early. What? Because I forgot that the club was obviously a huge failure because, like, no one was going there any night. They were too far away from the gay place they couldn't get any anyone to even come to that show. They couldn't do it, anyone to do anything. 
So they they were like tearing down the club as I was leaving. What? That is so weird. They were taking all like the stuff and they were like, <laughs> we're going to leave for a while and drive back up with uh, Jakey and the I other twins. We're taking the crema out. We're taking a whole yeah. gallon of crema out of her. Yeah. Yeah. Crema. So, drink it, put it on panko. So they said they were going to wait a, they were going to wait a week and then go back to the States. So they're like, we just thought to leave early. We're on our way. We're driving through Guadalajara right now. But Colt will message you. Yeah, they they had their they had driven down there and they're driving back. So they so they are like, we'll get back to you. It goes on like this for a couple of days. I do get in touch with him. He's like, give me your give me your router number and I'm gonna send I'm gonna wire the money to you. Exactly the check has never arrived. So then you finally still haven't gotten the money. No, wait, 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 wait to wait, wait, wait till wait. you hear the capper. So on Tuesday, I still haven't gotten the money. And I say, hey, bro, what's going on with the fucking wire? I need my goddamn money. What's going on? You need, you told me you'd give it to me. Well, Johnny, there's a big problem. It's just been real crazy. Jason was arrested yesterday. <laughs> I can't take what? it. Which one's Jason? The other, Jason the, other is the, the other fat one who was in charge of pride at Nashville. And so he's been arrested. I was like, for what? He's like, well... He embezzled oh, yeah. a whole bunch of money from his law school. <laughs> and then he was visiting his parents in Arkansas and the U.S. Marshals came and got him. Oh, so it's been real crazy. I'm going to try to get you that money, but, you know, it's just like right now, I don't know what to do. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'll talk to you in a minute. So the next day I'm texting him. It's very sorry to hear what happens to Jason, but it does not mean I do not need my money. And so then I still don't hear from him. And then I look on Twitter the next day and I see Queerty.com has posted about Jason Hunt, who was arrested for embezzling $660,000 from Vanderbilt Law School. From Vanderbilt. And arrested Wednesday his boyfriend, Cole, (laughs) for embezzling $60,000. So they are both... In and I am never getting never. my money. They're on million dollar bail bonds. Can't you go to their house and rob it? <laughs> it's, it's been cleaned it's out twinks. by the fucking twinks already. Yeah. yeah. Their house is probably wow. has like nothing rats. in it anymore. Yeah, there's the guy with the blonde hair driving their crazy. Yeah. <laughs> with a scarf over his yeah. head. Oh my God. <laughs> Like oh all the twinks God. are looting it as we speak. They're all- the, like only the frame of the house <laughs> remains. Like they formed a little thing, went up the roof, took the tiles <laughs> off the roof because they can get them for 25 cents a pound. They're so, selling wait, everything. So they were in Mexico trying to like go on the land. They were on the lamb in yeah. Mexico. They, they, they dumped all their money in crema. They thought they could, yeah, they could invest it and hide it. And, and then, they, then they, they thought they could just go back. So that's why obviously the club was just a front for their fucking money laundering. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, you got oh back God. and you were telling me this whole thing. I was like, Johnny, how do these fatties have all this money? What is it? Family money? Trust fund? Yeah. And I like, kept, I have yeah. no we idea. couldn't figure out why and all these fucking teen sluts were like fucking them all the time. Because yeah, they had to be paying them because I've seen pictures. So, arrested both of them, Grand Larceny or whatever the hell. It's suddenly griftier, griftier, and griftier. A million dollar bond. So, does that mean that they are out? No, I believe they are in jail and it's a million dollar bail. I'm sure they No, the twinks rallied and they really We got $2.50 so will that work? No, I'll use the vending machine instead. Sorry about a Kit Kat. Gotta go, fatty. Let them out. Let them out. Come on. 
There's no way Maybe I'm they'll just put money. their talents together and they'll throw a show <gasps> to raise money. A Maybe they will. A, twink, a benefit. Twink benefit Welcome for, to for benefit, everybody. Oh, you guys, Powell. nobody showed up because we're all in a fight. But then they'll keep the money. So, yeah, this, oh. this, all <laughs> these twinks, like they, were, like they would tell me all these stories about these twinks that wow. so-and-so was jealous of so-and-so. And like dead behind the eyes, Barbie was like, or the big thing was this fight she had with this other twink. She's like, I threw my laptop at him. I won't fight unless I'm provoked. <laughs> threw my laptop at him. I broke the lamp. Guess we had to pay for that mess up. And it was like, it was this weird, bizarre twink world, and I guess it did smell grifty. But I got blinded by all the twink fun. <laughs> oh no, the first time you were, it was yeah, fun. that's the thing. The first time it was fun. I did get paid so. the first time, and I didn't. And I clearly, in no way, would have thought maybe that this nightclub was merely a front for their money laundering. Yeah, no. Of course. And you got paid with so. Vanderbilt for money. You were I didn't get paid, and I maybe Vanderbilt would have wanted that money back. So it's a good thing I never got it. I guess. <laughs> there's a lean I'd, on I'll it. I'll take there's it. A lean on it yeah. There's, I'm sure, there's a lean on it. Damn. So sheesh. That's dark. That's I'm sorry, oh. Johnny. Wow. Slow clap. Wow. I'm gonna snap. French fries. French, French fries. fries. French fries. So, girl. girl. With a dragon, dragon tattoo. tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, we've all had a that. Oh. Not, maybe not that fat thing. But, but yeah, no. yeah, it we've went all there. Been stiffed. It went there. I that thought was... I'd never get stiffed again after Tampa. But I got tricked by these people that I thought I trusted. They trick I you when them. they pay you once. Yeah. And then they think, and then you know they, what? Let's yeah. just fuck it up. Yeah. Right. And they don't pay you again. That's where they get you. Right. Oh, my God. Because you, tr- yes. you, you trust, trust them. them. They get you to I trust them. I feel like yeah. every situation I've done has been different. Like, I've done things where people, they'll quote me one price and they'll say, we'll try to get you some more, which always means they're not. That's yeah, they're exactly. Right. I've had people that have paid me part in cash and part in a check, which is also really, really weirdly shady. Yeah. Like, and they'll, you know, and they'll mm-hmm. be like, don't deposit this for a while. We love this check. Uh, it's just like so much. It's wait like, till the fifth. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh my God, it's so obnoxious. You have to stay up nights being like, I'm taking them to fucking small claims for yeah. I'm getting yeah. that money. Yep. Uh, I, yeah, I did can't. a play a few years ago that we were offered. We were supposed to make money, and it was such a fiasco of a show and a nightmare. And this guy that was running it like ran out of town after like a month, you know. And uh, I did end up getting a um, lawyer involved and got you my did. money. Wow. And it wasn't even and it wasn't even that much money. It was just a principle of the whole thing. Yeah. Like you, pro- we have a contract. You promised it. It it was a like it was miserable, and he ran out of town and told everybody, "I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna pay you." And he paid one guy, one actor in the show who refused to go on stage the last night until wow. he got paid. And I was like, "Well, if you can pay, pay him, pay you can pay everybody else." Uh, yeah, so I did, but it was so it was so obnoxious. I pretty much turned my money over to the, the like, lawyer. but I was like, just I'm making sure you're, you're making, you know, just to make a point. Yeah, I think wow. I did a movie like that last year, which we haven't talked about yet. Who's this person? I know. Oh, he's, he's been hearing his voice, but uh, <laughs> it, we're in. happy that I he's love, We're just I, so happy that he's here that we just let him just slide in. I figured you'd maybe know his famous voice. Of course, that's Mr. Drew Drogi. Oh, well, you guys, we're going to take a little break. We're going to play you some hot new music and we're going to come back with us overload of fun, Mr. Drew Drogi. I'm Holy so glad shit. you're finally in the studio. I'm excited to finally be here. Oh, my God. Let's uh, hit it. fucking cats. I'm on that bitch. 
the one, the only, the remarkable and versatile Whitney Houston.
What a fucking delight. You know what? I made it through Mexico, and at least I'm back here with you guys, That's and right. I wasn't arrested. And those fat pieces of sh- molesting pieces of shit are in jail. Yeah, fuck I'll them. be the one to say it. <laughs> Julie was telling die. me she had, yeah. she had something terrible like that happen to her, too. Mm-hmm. By that fucking bitch in Chicago. Yeah, that whore. <laughs> that disgusting, despicable, horrible person. Tell us more. I can't remember her name though. though. Yeah. You wanted to that. fly there and like get into a physical fight where you beat her up. Yeah, I did. And you had to tell her to cool out. <laughs> no, I was fine with her going and kicking her ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted like a specific. Let's fly there. You kick her ass and do it. And but then it just kept go. It was just anger. It was like finally you just had to be like, I'm not getting paid. I gotta just let this go and move on with my life. Did someone fart in here or is that Gary? <laughs> Probably <laughs> Gary. No. Okay, I, I, I am reeking of pesto right now. <laughs> yes. So I could fart all I wanted to and you would have no idea. It, came from <laughs> it smelled me. almost like I farted, but I didn't. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're smelling the pesto. Now, Drew uh, Drogi is here. What a delight. Hooray. Um, you had a little accident on the way I over. I did. Goddamn recyclable containers. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm going to sound like Andy Rooney, like just like, what's up with that? Uh, but I, <laughs> I had pesto explode all over my crotch. That's what I. That's what I came in here with. That's the that energy I brought. Damn spot by his cat. Spot. It's horrible all over my jeans. Pesto crotch. Pesto crotch. Pesto 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 crotch. <laughs> He's got a pesto crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave him like this and hope it just fades out. Pesto Crush, the Drew Drogi story tonight mm-hmm. on Love. That's at midnight after sudden intimacy. And, and Griftier and Griftier. And Griftier and Griftier. Wow. Uh, now, Drew, I've been listening to Drew in my earphones for months on end with his lovely podcast, Glitter in the Garbage, everyone. Ooh, Currently on a hiatus, but it's one of my favorite shows to listen to. And you've been on Thank it. You. You've been on I have been on it. I've been on it. Mm, I've got to get all. I want to. I'm. I, we're on hiatus. We will come back. Uh, I just yes. have to find out where and when and how. But I had so much fun doing it, and uh-huh. I never thought it would be something that I'd want to do. And I have gotten so addicted to it. I know it's the freedom of doing it. podcasting yeah. is great, and that's the great thing about a podcast. You're like when, where, how, but you know what? You can figure it out. It's a podcast. It's, <laughs> yes. it's doable. It is. Well, um, my when my gay husband Richard was listening to that all the time, right? And your podcast, yes, Richard Rawford. So he like loved it and he never listened to this. And I was like, oh, well, listen to ours or whatever. I don't know. He was getting on a plane and he's like, I don't understand. Drew's is how how long does yours go on? Because Drew's is an hour or something. It goes on several hours. Ours is a lot long form. You just got to take it for a ride and enjoy (laughs) the fucking ride. I could go. I mean, if I when I it's like your morning radio hour, three hours. Yeah, sure. Get real. Just get real deep. Yeah, let's do it. My favorite part of Drew's podcast, which was full of great improv actors and sketches, was the first few minutes with Drew, where you give your rant of the week. Was one of my favorite. See, if I would do it, it would be about a pesto. It certainly would. It'd be about what that. What I tell or... you, my dear friend, is that I wish you would write all those down and put them into a book because I think they're Thank really you. Good. Yeah, they are I do that have a lot good. of them written down. Uh, they're just stuffed away. I'm like Emily Dickinson in my apartment. <laughs> like I have these little scraps of paper written down like yeah, just like my you're rants a, and my raves and like I stuff them in my Like you're a virgin in New Hampshire somewhere. Very much. Amherst. I'm the belle of Amherst. <laughs> <That was laughs> <best name. laughs> Well, that's the good thing about podcasts. Like Emily Dickinson, is that you have it all recorded now. You could get some intern to just 
I know, I know. I Type can't. every yeah. word verbatim. And I gotta say, I'll lend my, you one. One of my favorite uh, episodes was you and Garino and uh-huh. Drew when you played super sassy gay guys. Oh, we did. Right, like, in line. Drag queen names go. Super, super oh, sassy. Yeah, we, were, we were just trying to. Yeah. We, yeah, we were trying to come up with just the most horrible drag names that we could possibly come up with. I listened to it like They're just four awful. Times. They're like Crystal Breath or whatever. They're <laughs> yeah. just like terrible names. Like whatever we could come up We're just like awful people. I think mine, you of course, went. Instantly go. That's gonna be a horrible performance. <laughs> Crystal Breath cannot lip sync. Crystal her Breath life. can never keep it together. She can never do it, darling. Uh, oh my gosh! Now some of you all might also know Drew Drogi for being uh, famous around the world as Chloe Sevigny. Yeah, I am um, the only. Chloe Sevigny impersonator that I know of. There could be more. There probably are now some bootleg ones trying to do your shtick. Um, People have sent me some videos of of them doing Doing of drag queens doing you doing Chloe, which is really flattering and crazy at the same time. I can't believe it. I see people on YouTube doing your whole video like in homage to you. Have you seen that? Yeah, there's been a couple of those. Yeah, there was one that was a basketball team in Chicago, actually, I think that did, it was like a gay men's basketball team and they did, and they did like an 11 minute video about everyone (laughs) on the team and so all they just name dropped people on the team. It was really, it was really sweet and people, some people sent it to me like, there's an imposter of yours out there and I'm like, I love it. That's so sweet. That's fun. I'm so flattered. Oh, I was going to tell you, I don't know if you, I did not tell you this yet. Did Gaddis tell you that day? We were, Drew and I did yet another web series a couple weeks ago for our friend Jim Hansen which is going to be amazing but uh, our friend Brian Gaddis is working on the new Linda Lovelace oh movie. yeah 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 he told me yeah yes and he said he came in to the room and he, he he's playing a it's about Linda Lovelace the old school um, porn, porn performer deep and Amanda Seyfried Deep Throat Amanda Seyfried and Peter Sarsgaard in it, and he came into the room and they were talking about you because they know they both know Chloe and they were talking about you doing it like uh, Amanda yeah, met, and Peter I met Amanda at a party and she was so nice oh, like wow. yeah and so yeah and uh, yeah, and then I get. I mean, obviously they both have done because she did Big Love, and then Peter Skarsgård has oh, done so many that. movies yes. with with Chloe. So it just gets weirder and weirder. Yeah. Our world's getting more and more together, and I love that. Like they were talking about my videos on the set of Lovelace, <laughs> which I I mean I'm obsessed with that story, uh, and I'm just like how <laughs> crazy that like I, and they're making two. My friend Malin Ackerman, you know Malin, oh, yeah, is making yeah. another Linda Lovelace movie That's called the Inferno. That, oh, fuck. The one that Lindsay that, was supposed to do. Yes, that Lindsay Lohan was supposed oh. to do. So Can't believe two, I didn't get that part, They're Julie. making two uh, Linda Lovelace movies. And, uh, they're talking and about you on both. I'm to connection to both of them. Mm-hmm. They're wow. talking about you yeah, on the set right. of both Linda Lovelace movies, mm-hmm. Lindy. Well, yeah. They should win an Oscar like everyone else that we know. I, I know. Nominated today for was today. Like, it wasn't insane. You know, turn, it's like, a bloodbath. What is the, it was yeah. like, uh, it looked just like a like an Evite or something. Because yeah, you yeah, guys whatever. know whom, please tell the listeners. Oh, well, you let's know, just I first name met, drop. Who I, met, I know, this is so gross. I mean, gross. come on, this, uh, you can't just I bring it up Drew. and dash over <laughs> it. All of our friends. All of our friends who would not be named. I met Drew at Melissa McCarthy's house. That's right. A couple years ago. Melissa Wig was there. Well, that's the crazy thing. Like to think just a couple years ago. Melissa McCarthy, her husband, Ben Falcone, would had parties. All their friends are now Oscar nominees. It was like, yeah. Jim Rash, now Faxon. Yes, and Octavia Spencer. Octavia and was Missy always Pyle, there. who is in The Artist. Oh, and yeah. All these people and, who are now, it's like so awesome. To and th- on the offshoot, like, like, you know, Michelle is now, who is upstairs for me a lot. Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams is staying in And Sam's my friend house. Ariane Phillips, I've known for thousands of years. Costume designer. Millions, costume designer. billions, and owner I, I of the world. I feel great. I'm happy. And the same time, it's weird and it's awesome. But like, 
I just, I, you know, send everyone good wishes. And, and then bridesmaids, we know, you know, we know everyone in that fucking movie. Right, right. I've just slept from the with some of them. And whatever. Wow. You slept whatever. with Rose Byrne? I slept with her. I fucked Rose Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> I hope her uh, husband doesn't hear that, but yeah. Uh, tell I, it like nobody's business. Uh, you know, no, I it's think crazy. It's, it's so I think it's re- really cool because I, that world, the Oscars, always felt so removed from it's anything boring, I was yeah. ever doing. It was always like, well, I'm gonna put on wigs and yell at people, and then these real actors are gonna get nominated for awards. And I love that this year that these are people who are yeah. all have been working so hard. They're all so talented, and it's like, yeah, they should get you know yeah, recognized, you know, for hard. what they do. And yeah. and so I I think it's really. Uh, inspirational. Octavia, is, particularly, we were in we were in Win a Date with Tad Hamilton together, where I played a motel desk clerk, oh. and she played a prostitute. And then we were <laughs> Legally Blonde too, where I played Stereotypes Reese's assistant, and she yeah, exactly, and she was a security guard, you know. And today, literally, I did a tacky thing today, and I'm drunk enough to admit it. I went through old albums, which you are in, and Can I I want to see these albums because I was like, I was trying to find a, a cute picture. This is so gross, and I didn't do it. But I'm talking about it okay. of me because there are thousands of pictures of me, me, Melissa, and Octavia, like back in the day, and but we were also drunk in all of them. There's one of like Tate, who, at Lauren's house, at Tate Taylor grabbing Octavia's boob, and and we're all really drunk, and and I'm there, and then like Melissa's back, like, and I was gonna because I was trying to find a classy, clean one of like, um, yeah, it's gross. I'm doing this, whatever the photograph version of name dropping is, but. Congratulations, ladies. But like every single one of them was like, with all of us, was like too embarrassing to be believed. There was good good ones separately, but I'm not going to like go too crazy. You're not going to get the boob grab in for the Oscar nominee. No, No, good idea. And like everyone was a a little bit different looking. Don't let Price Waterhouse see any of those. No, 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 no. no, no, (laughs) Please do not. What did you think of the Oscar nominations, Julie? Um, I can't remember who's nominated. Well, Um, Sam knows. Who's. I just don't uh, they were crazy. I mean, I'm really glad our friends got nominated because I thought so many of the awards were like insane. Question like, mark? Like, you know, we, I think if you think about like it's 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 a lot of very old people voting for these things. Like that 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 will vote for like like that 9/11 movie. Like, that was the worst oh, yeah. movie I saw. Incredibly, incredibly loud. And I, haven't seen it. Really I haven't seen it, but I heard that it was in- just unbearable. unwatchable. And it was like, and that got a best picture nomination. And the it, kid that's in every single scene didn't get nominated for best actor. But how yeah, could it possibly he, be the best movie? I mean, the kid oh, is so yeah. annoying. I will so murder annoying. him. So <laughs> annoying. He, he, he said the, he's worse than Rape Ghost. Really? Uh, he won like, the Critics' Choice thing, and he's like, I'm sorry, God bless all the children. It does get better. But he seemed impossibly gay and uh, <laughs> incredibly close <laughs> to my, to my nerves. With that <laughs> <laughs> gay and incredibly annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He, did you no. see that when he won the thing? I, oh. I didn't see it. Thaw! He's so annoying. Thaw. Tree of Life. Oh, what did he? Did he? He the kid from Incredibly Loud and Extremely Annoying won <laughs> Critics' Choice Award Best Actor. No, no, no I'm just saying that the, the picture got the picture got nominated for Best Picture, <laughs> but I didn't. The kid was like he was very effeminate in real life. Oh, well, when he won this, this is so mean. Cut this out. It's, I can't. Dash don't down. let don't feel uncomfortable because Drew's here. We can still be ourselves, Sam. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you kidding? Oh, good lord. You see my, me shame myself more than most oh. have. Okay, oh, get to it, get to it. Speaking of which, no. shame was lost. The, every oh, yeah. movie, Fast I thought Bender. every movie that was like super edgy or challenging or alternative or different got completely shut out. Shame got shut out. 
Drive got uh, uh, we Albert Brooks t- should have like oh god we need to talk about Kevin which I love just like this horror movie about school shooters starring Tilda Swinton who should just win the Oscar every year um, thank you everyone I agree Tilda. oh hi Tilda hello uh, albino Elvis has left the building the only thing I know about Tilda is I imagine in real life you're really lost you're an elf a movie of an elf and I am very natural in my movies I enjoy being a trojanist <laughs> <laughs> that is what I enjoy um, but yeah, I thought everything was, um, they, they, they really cut out everything like that. And then a lot of the like sweeping Oscar, you know, right. it's just that you think that like, what did you know, get nominated for um, best picture? The artist got a bunch. The, the artist. Descendants. Descendants, uh, the right, of course. Bridesmaids. Help. Bridesmaids, uh, that was pretty good. Bridesmaid's did not get best picture though. No. Did, oh, no, it, did. it got, Kristen uh, and Annie got nominated for screenplay and then Melissa got nominated for supporting actress. Oh, that okay. It's the poop, Brandy. It was the poop. It's 10 now. The poop that it's did it. Now. Moneyball. That's insane. Moneyball, Moneyball was, was great. I loved Moneyball. I People are angry that... What? I thought he was great. At, did you see that movie? I can't stand Jonah Hill. I'm just going to say it. Oh, wow. I, I didn't see it. Okay. I, didn't see it. I can't stand him. I can't I loved fucking him in that, stand though. him. <laughs> oh, I love you. I tried to watch it on pay-per-view, but I didn't get into it. You didn't like Moneyball? I was, I saw I got halfway through and I put it on mute and I was doing something else. And I was like, yeah, I know what happens at the end. It's start to win, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But he finds himself. In yeah, the I can see and it. His coming. daughter sings. And I know his daughter sings. That was sweet. I was like, this bitch ain't, ain't singing that good in real life. I want her to be terrible. I felt like it back in the day um, that there would have been movies that. I mean, like I, I love Bridesmaids and I love The I Help. Too, yeah. And yeah, I mean, too. but The Help to me is more like a studio movie that wouldn't be something that would be like all nominated. So I just feel like there wasn't. I loved Moneyball, The Help, and Bridesmaids, but there just wasn't things that I that I loved this year. Was, I just felt like everything was. I mean, yeah. I like The Descendants, and but the girl that I loved in The Descendants, the little girl, the teenage daughter Shailene Woodley, didn't even get nominated. And that was yeah, she was they yeah, yeah, what the hell so yeah. was with that? That girl yeah. made that whole movie. Yeah. I can't believe a dolphin's tail didn't get one thing. <laughs> I can't believe don't, don't be, be quiet afraid in the of the house. dark. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't be afraid of the dog. I can't believe I didn't get nominated, honey. What was that girl's name? What was her name? Lucy was or something Lucy? like that. Yeah. That was the original. You see, don't be afraid of the dark. Drew? I did not see that. The greatest movie of Ever. the year, where I... small creatures came out of the furnace and tried to kill you and oh, look like little. The vulgars that came <laughs> at you. That was the original girl. Girl. Oh, oh and you know who did get nominated was, of course, girl. The girl. And I made a specific point about making fun of my dumbass dad who told me she was going to get nominated. I'm like, he's insane. I mean, I thought she did great, but I just didn't think. Yeah, if you watch the new In Your Box Office, Julie and Brandy yeah. play Brandy's dad's voicemail <laughs> message about Rooney Mara's performance in oh, Girl with Dragon Tattoo. Oh, has he called you since then and gloated? Oh, are you kidding? He can't take it. Because uh, he also said Leo in whatever fucking... Uh, Jay Groover. Yeah. That, that piece of shit. He's, he's nominated? Yeah. Is no, he? He, no, right? he not, not, got not. the Golden Globe, but that was his other. He had to send me a specific email. In case you didn't see, Rooney Mara did get the nomination. Uh, so I was like, this big. Your dad. I love it. Fantastic. But the movie did not get the top 10. Okay. No. No. Okay. No. No, it didn't. no. Nor did it deserve it. It just felt weird. The, the nomination just felt really, like, it was just like a strange, like, did people watch the movies? That the, I don't know. About, you know. But I don't know about I, your thing about the old people, because I think the old people are dying, except for Olivia de Havilland and Joan Fontaine. They're still alive. Which Their we, I know. Which I voted for. <laughs> A dolphin uh, I like the artist. They never listened. I remember when we 
didn't do talkies. What about the more? <laughs> Drew Barrymore was great. Blueberry Moore? Blueberry Moore's letter to the father. Blueberry 14? 14? What? Drew and I want to do a show where we play Olivia de Havilland and Joan Fontaine who are in their 90s. Oh. No, one of them is over 100. They have a spoken They are literally, yeah. late 90s, babe. But like, oh, we're late nights, baby. So let's look that. I I swear, one of Tammy, them is a hundred. Do you intern artist? Look up John Von Day and Olivia De Havilland. Ages. But we want to do a show where like they haven't spoken in seventy five yes, years. Yes. And there's a famous picture that one won an Oscar one year. There were sisters, young children, sisters, and the thirties and forties, and still, and one won an Oscar, one didn't. And there's a famous photo of like one walking by with her Oscar and the other one going like, uh, giving her literally the hand. Like in the 30s. And they have hated each other for years and years and years. Wow. I swear their hate is what keeps them alive because they're like, that bitch is, as long as that bitch is alive, I'm fucking so living. And you know, like it is like one one of them goes, the other one is like a week behind. It's Olivia like de Havilland was at Melanie and uh, Gone, with the, Gone Wind, with the Wind amongst many things. And Fontaine fat Rebecca. old lady, as you as my other younger listeners will know, you Can know you believe her as that, fat like, old Melanie lady. Melanie from Gone Rebecca. with the Wind is still alive. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm still kicking, bitch. I'm rocking it. Fuck Betty White. I'm Olivia de Havilland, bitch. She, she will come out the Oscars in sh- every five or six years and be like, Yeah, they, yeah, br- they bring boom, yeah, boom, yeah. Guess what? Gone with the what? Not me. Yeah. yeah, I know. I think that's how I began first introduced to Olivia as a very grand dame at an awards ceremony. I also hate that movie. Gone, Gone with the Wind. Are hate, you black? Hate that movie. <laughs> hate of course it. you do. Hate it. Hate. It's not a shock. That's not a shock. <laughs> we had to watch that movie about 12 times in North, growing up in North Carolina in every oh, class, so did, so did every like, yeah. history class. <laughs> and it would take, you know, like a 45-minute class period. It would take you three weeks to get through Gone with the Wind. So you, <laughs> you know the teachers it, like, were just like, period, like, fuck it, we'll pop in Gone yes. with the Wind. <laughs> hey, it's my favorite segment to teach, Gone with the Wind. Yes, neither of them are over 100. They are oh. born in 1916 and 1917. So whatever that means. Like Sam said, 90s, babe. Late 90s, babe. I will never forget the time in in, in the 70s after we saw that movie and my mother took me to see that movie the re-release and like the of the Gone with the Wind. The Gone with the Wind. Of the Gone with the Wind. And my mother's saying and she's not racist at all and she really is not. Right, Sam. Uh, No, she's not. Uh, And she's like, can you imagine what it would be like if we won the war? Yeah. Uh, wow. It was a fleeting thought. She, uh, you know, because I'm descended from slavery. Just a fleeting thought. Just, in, in, just, you know in between Let me whip just cracking. Slap something down. Yes, Julie, Julie. <laughs> Let me just pose something. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. That was it. What if we won the war? Let me Worst just say. Thing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, Speaking my goodness. Of, I always think of Todd whenever I think of slavery. You know why? Because his last, na- his Not last now, name's Todd? Masterson? Yeah, his last name's Masterson. I go, no, where'd that come from, Todd? Oh yeah, you know. Good point. I've never thought that before. You haven't? Wow. I have. Because they say, well, yeah, Masterson. It's just like, and he he lives on a farm in Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fox's cool band teacher name, on Grinder. He's Master's son. Uh, you know what I mean? Wow. Sorry, Todd. Wow. Hey, Todd. Now <laughs> I Todd. want to. I thought we'd get the podcast exclusive from Drew on. The time you really met Chloe Sevigny oh, and yes. what the true story behind it. The true story. Because there's so many different it. stories going around uh, about when you and uh, her met. And she, just, she I mean, also gives another version of the story of oh. her own 
there's a little different versions of it she going. She does, on. yeah. So, um, so I guess to catch people up, I do these videos, these impressions of Chloe Sevigny. Yes. And the, I've been doing it on stage for. I'm coming up on ten years that I've been doing these Chloe Sevigny things. Brandy, you've seen me do it for on almost stage, that long. Yeah. Thought, yeah. And I just saw your videos, and I. Uh, 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 I mean, they're, they're works of genius. They're works of genius with well, Jim Hansen too. With Jim Hansen. Well, that was the thing. I was doing it on stage forever and it would go very hit or miss and I would do this, you know, and some crowds would just stare at me and going, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I'm name dropping the weirdest designers and labels and food that I'm eating and who I'm with and there are no real jokes in it and I, and I look a lot like Chloe Sevigny but I don't sound like her at all and I purposely <laughs> mispronounce words under the guise that I actually know the right way to say these right. words. Which the real Chloe Sevigny doesn't do. So it's like a, a hint of her, because she does in her interviews, she's always name dropping the weirdest things that you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, where, where, you know? And so, um. It sounds a little bit like this. Good evening, America. I'm Chloe Sevigny. It's recently come to my attention that it's time for Valentine's Day. You might ask me, Chloe, what are your events on this most momentous of occasions? First of all, I plan on attending the half-weekly spontaneous gorilla dance happening, sponsored by Casimov Bluthner, Scope, and Singapore Airlines. Imbibing a pond band chocolate with Benedict Cumberbatch. Caroling Valentine anthems without apology. Enjoying a luminary adorned Ludafisk tasting with Piper Laurie, Lucy Arnaz, and Skrillex. Quiet slumber. Slipping into aged albino pantaloons by Cora Grappo, a sandal snatch by Port 1961, and a feather. Hopscotch lessons with Andre Leon Talley. Purchasing a leatherette heart day cape for my prized red-throated canary. Getting lost in the folds of a Mozambique street mystery. A 12-course wine flight with Lady Peaches Geldof, Magic Tape 19, and a spittoon. Reading 17th century shame smut with my great aunt, the Countess. In other news, I recently commenced a relationship with myself. Hearts. So I, uh, it, I then Jim Hansen uh, about two years ago came to me and said I want to make these videos. Not I, Jim Hansen from the Muppets, right? Because he's dead. I'm back he's from dead. the grave, y'all. Got but our different Jim Hansen. And then Lillian Gish did craft services. She did, and I'm not lying. And she fingered your balls so, slightly. Uh, just slightly. So anyway, the videos came out, and I had no idea that they would become this thing that people would watch, whatever. And remotely, I had no thought that they would ever go to Chloe Seventy, like the you know. And about a year ago, I was at a party. I was at the World of Wonder party, and I walked in to the. Uh, I mean, I'm basically doing a clip video. I attended the World of Wonder party, <laughs> sponsored by oranges. <laughs> and um, so I got there. Thanks, and, Nicholas. And so I got. I walked in, and every people were coming up to me, going, "Oh my God, she's here! She's Chloe." I'm like, "Oh great, cool!" Like I, I had no interest in going up and talking to her. I was so nervous instantly. Mm. 
Um, but I was like, oh, what? I'm not going to go up to this person and be like, hey, I've played you and be like, that's so gross. And, <laughs> and this was like when, like they were, when they were on Perez and they were like. Yeah, oh, this was a year ago. So they a year were, ago. Yeah. So it was right when they were really blowing yeah. up big time. And Christmas party. Christmas party a, a year ago. Yeah. yeah. And so then um, I was not going to go up talk to her, but I was with a friend and I was making constant eye contact with him the whole party. So I didn't just dart around and make eyes with her. And I, but I kept feeling her dart around the party and looking at me. <gasps> and so finally a friend of mine, another friend of ours grabs me and was like, I'm going to make you guys meet. Oh God. So he goes over and I guess he went up to her and this is, was the, it RuPaul? The, and he said, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it was my friend RuPaul. Uh, and uh, so he goes up to her and basically says, my friend does these videos of you. I'm, uh, he thinks you probably hate him, which is such a weirdest way to th- introduce somebody. Was this someone we can... Yeah, no. Oh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, put so, the power on her rather than you or Which equal. I guess is okay, but it was just weird to go up and be like, this person thinks you hate them. Such a... Oh, I don't know. Oh, anyway, God. whatever. It, very nice of him to introduce us. And so right. I get dragged across this room. Oh. And then we're just sort of staring at each other for a while. And I was like, across, I'm like, Drew, don't apologize. Like, it's so fucking yes. lame to apologize. Yeah. I'm not going to go be like, I'm sorry. I hope you like me. Like, that's fucking gross. I, I, you know. And so I just went up and I was like, I hope you know how much I love you. I think you're awesome. Thank you for being you. Because I do love her as an actor. I think she's so interesting. She's so weird and awesome and nobody like her. So it's not like I'm out to get her and whatever. And, um, but I... And she was really nice and she hugged me. She's like, me. thank you by Yohi Yamamoto yeah. as well <laughs> as thank you has been you're brought welcome. To you welcome, yeah. Um, and so then <laughs> she was like, and so, um, oh, and I had heard all these other things when people had asked her about the videos and she'd always said, oh, I haven't seen them. Oh, I don't watch them. I have a really oh, thin whore. skin. I don't watch them and I don't care. So when I saw her and I just was like, I don't even know if she knows who I am or what I'm doing, whatever. And so then I just was trying to make small talk and it, it was at RuPaul's uh, production party. So I said, I'm really Rants, excited. I say. I'm really, I mean, he's like, I'm really excited to see you on RuPaul's Drag Race next season. And she said, thanks. I'm a really big fan of the show. And then she made her, my face doing her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that bitch has seen these videos. She's totally. And I was like, oh, and I make the face back. And then we just start giggling at each other and start hugging. And we took a picture. And then we Aww. talked about anything, but we did not talk about the videos. She was really nice. And I left. I mean, I was like, I got to go. I got somewhere else to be. So I was like, I need to leave this because I don't want her to think that I'm some like, hey, let's know. hang out longer. Yeah, like, hey, or, like, bestie. Her. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be like, I was like, oh, you're Creepy, making yeah. this pose or whatever. And it, you know, or being some sort of like, like some you know, star fucker, skin wearing murderer so or something. Do you mind yeah. if we just really do a little bit of hang time so I can get into your yeah, psyche? Yeah, yeah. Mirror. Yeah, 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 exactly. Can we play mirror? Oh my god, if you could play mirror with her though, that, that would, would be, be great. Can I slit so, your throat and wear your skin uh, for a while? That's, that's a minute yeah. or two. That's what. Yeah. So I uh, the about two weeks later, there was an interview in Entertainment Weekly, and they or interview about the other stuff, and then they said we have to ask, what do you think about? this internet comedian Drew Drogi that's doing your videos and she said oh I met him a few weeks ago he was very charming and very nervous um, and I was like well I think we were both really nervous I think we could, we could say we were both we were both charming and nervous with each other it was awkward it's weird it's never like you talk to anybody that does 
somebody, you meet anybody that you play in a sketch environment. It's weird because you're getting them, doing them for laughs and they don't see it. They don't get it. But she said, um, I'm very flattered that he does this. She's like, but um, I don't see it's me at all. I don't wear those clothes. I don't know any of those people he's referencing. Mm-hmm. She what a get, fucking like, loser. I'm so, sorry. I'm going to say so, it. She's so lucky and, you did that. Well, thank you. But I Thank you. Thank you. Indeed. Um, it's creative of you but, and who would have ever, you know, I mean. Well, she yeah. doesn't know who Prenza Schowler is and fucking Chip and Pepper. Oh, yeah, Chip and I, yeah, Pepper. She knows exactly oh the fuck God. they yeah, are. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, but she, uh, you know, I think that when anybody would do you, unless you're in the comedy world, like, she's not a comedian. She doesn't get it because she's like, well, I don't sound like that. And I would never... She well, doesn't. Does she not she's have too a sense close of humor? to it. What's her fucking problem? I don't think she really <laughs> does. I mean, I, I mean, I would say that she doesn't really. Not I in the same to way. I add though that our friends, um, Adam and Casey, <laughs> in New York, yeah, was, they that. made a video with her after all of this happened, and then she acted like she had never seen the videos and, before. Right. And that's they make what her I saw. Watch it. They make her watch and then the video. She laughs, but like we knew that she had. Right. She knew what we it knew was. that she had seen them. Well, you know what? Then, then your interpretation of her fucking thing is just right on. Boom. I mean, you don't Boom. have to say it, Drew. Oh, you don't have to say it. I'm just saying as an audience member from what you're describing <laughs> about her and how she's reacting to what you do and she's pretending like she doesn't know who those people are and she doesn't know, oh, I don't wear those things. Yeah. Period. Boom. Well, I think that. Period. Well, blah, blah. I always say that I'll stop making the videos if she'll do one with me. Like, because she keeps saying she might want to do one with me. She wants to do one video. And I'm like, well, fine. Let's do one together. And that'll be the one song. Because I love doing it. I love playing her really fun. I mean, I am ready to do other things. I've got more clo- videos in the in the. Or maybe the a show called Strong Choices. That's right. Yes, it's you and Sam are doing a show together. Are doing a show together now. <laughs> please sure. describe to us the crazy conceit behind this show. <laughs> crazy conceit. Well, uh, this is based on someone that we really don't like. Oh I mean, we can You're say what we want about up? Chloe, but I like, well, that's the I, genesis. This is how I tell people. I don't. Yeah. I don't mention the name, but I say but he's Sam. Coming. He's coming. Sam and I, oh, good, great. I can't wait. I can't wait. We know of someone won't. who's awful. Who we did like. <laughs> speaking of everything, uh, also I read this week. Uh, we were in a show called Street Tease, Drew and I, which was like male guys doing. Uh, monologues and scenes from Meryl Street movies and in all the Iron Lady like you know press they bring it up and she knows about it she's like oh I love it I can't believe it I, I don't have the nerve to go we're not doing it anymore but there's a person that we yeah we yeah we don't have to say who it is but we've worked with someone who who uh Got really insinuated himself into personal conversations oh and relationships, and, and emails got really, and, and sent horrible. me an email that was one of the root, one of the nastiest things I've ever gotten. That was all under the guise of "I deeply care about you." Um, unsolicited, unsolicited. Here's it was what you should like, do. I know you didn't ask for it, but I want to give you a pep talk, and I want to give you a little bit of advice. Uh, you know, and it was like you just need a little bit more perseverance, a tad more patience, and a steady IV drip of forgiveness. Oh! Wow. And I'm like, I didn't ask for any of this. this Why are you no. att- raping my inbox with all of this? Wow. So I, my first, uh, and we my, both have felt this way about somebody that just and that, he that, sends us so many emails about his one man show and how he's horrible. And I was like, <laughs> and I wrote in my mind, and then on also on paper, like uh, a short film about me and Drew, like. 
accidentally killing him. <laughs> and I still, we, we are still going to do kids. I just, you know, it's like, kid. it's so therapeutic to put it somewhere because he's the kind of person that's not a, a good enough friend that or a friend at all that I would go, hey, look, this is bullshit. You can't do this. If I confronted him, it would just, it, it even makes me look even more right. like whatever he's troubled about me or whatever. So... It's like we're actors, we comedians, we're sh- we're shit heels. We'll do it. We'll make fun of, of it. We have to put it up and like and work it through. So we basically so play these two um, horrible life coaches. Life coaches. I put show. life guides on the thing. Like we come out and we're like we just are so full of ourselves and gay and awful. We and used we to be a couple. Do, and we've broken up and we're deeply angry with each deeply other. Deeply angry. Um, we think we hide it really well, but we don't. But we don't. And then we take from people from the audience and like work on them and like and we well, we won't say too much but it's called strong choices at um, do you really take people from the audience or is it planned we know it's structured improv so we, we bring people oh, from okay. the audience and we okay. we but interview them ne- about their lives and then we build we do horrible <laughs> scenes based on their lives okay. involving a lot if of if you're a woman you're a terrible alcoholic just so yes. you know yep. like, you guys have to come Julie and Brandy I'm looking at you, you have now to come. where can that? you see this show it's a just- Casita del Campo. Casita del Campo. Homo feeling really faggoty. The John McGovern show that one time. (laughs) Oh, I love that show. I saw that. Thank you. So, when what dates is it? In Silver Lake on Friday and Saturday, February third and fourth at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. I love the title. Paper ticket. The name of it. Um, Which is which is Drew's idea because we were we decided to do a show together and we didn't know even what it was. It was gonna be sketch and I was in fucking Colorado on that crazy fucking movie which one podcast we'll One get to day. Um, One day. and drew was left me a message he was like i don't know what she's like he all this terrible movie make make strong choices yeah <laughs> oh, oh that should be maybe that should show. be our show and strong i was like done, done and done <laughs> and it evolved into being the worst horrible life coaches ever like super faggoty gay guys who are trying to tell you what to do it's really perfect it sounds great yeah it was Good. It's real fun i mean it's it's we have for an hour we go back and forth we don't stop talking we never it is so stupid we make each other laugh because we don't know really what information is going to come out about our characters we don't. find out new information I've written so much shit so oh I can't oh wait my God. and are you surprising each other with the material sometimes Some of it. yeah yeah are you no. still, now are you still surprising each other no but I mean like Here's I didn't know if you guys wrote it all out or whether you were like no, and I have a couple jokes okay. hidden in from the middle of the show to make you laugh there's structure are you still like, surprising each other we have a structure we know we know where we're going beat wise like we know what the structure of the show is but right. we have no idea what sometimes what information we, we, we share a lot of backstory yeah, we tell yeah, the audience yeah. whatever trouble they've been through we've seen worse of so Every we time, go through these the rapes, rapes we just, the horrible we try, rapes. To, we try to top yeah. each other with horrible like background yeah, information like, oh, that we yeah, don't yeah, always know yeah, about yeah. each other which is really makes me laugh <laughs> yes. on stage and you had a little um, mishap the last show that you guys did during your opening dance number yes the, uh, the entire show uh, we had this great idea. We come out for the entire song of Let the River Run and we do From Working dance. Girl we by Carly the Simon. From the Working entire, Girl? From yeah. Working Girl. Boom, 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 boom. And it is about eight minutes long and we decided wouldn't it be uh, just perfect. We also didn't think we had a show that was longer than 15 minutes the first night we did it. We were like, I think it's going to be over in 10 minutes. It's gonna, it's like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we're like, let's just dance for a long time. This song took <laughs> like too long. Excruciatingly like, like, long excruciating time. Long. Before the show even starts, we're just dancing <laughs> to this. And I was like, let's not plan it. Let's just go out there 
and make strong choices and just <laughs> move to the space. I have scarves. We'll throw them. We'll, we'll, we'll we molest the audience. We'll, we'll have fun. We'll do Perrier. So, uh, oh, very, very shortly. And, uh, and let's go out in bare feet on concrete floor. Concrete <laughs> I, floor. I didn't. You you were bare feet. Uh, I was barefoot. Yeah. So what happened was the during that dance and during us just, just jumping through the space. First night. <laughs> first, first night. I... Full force, full adrenaline, opening night, nervous as shit, not knowing what we were going to do. Kick Sam's leg <laughs> full force with my bare foot and instantly broke it. my ring toe. Broke what? my toe. Wow. On stage. Don't feel it. Standing on stage the entire time. I feel time. nothing. I'm dead inside, I felt you nothing. Know. <laughs> well, I didn't feel any of it. I, it didn't hit me. Then... Um, at curtain call, we have the we have the floor littered with wigs. Like there, you can't see the floor by the end. There are just wigs all over the stage. <laughs> One of the things used. we do is like we, we we throw on our tools, which is a literally a trash bag of wigs mm-hmm. that I bring, and we make the person who's on we bring up on stage like. And then we become the parents or the boyfriend and girlfriend, and we act out their problems. So we're throwing down wigs, we're putting we're wigs on, them- we're throwing them down. We're just like, it's just the stage is a mess. We just mess. fuck the place up. The sexy so mess. During curtain call, I made the also strong choice of <laughs> kicking, deciding to kick during curtain call, and I slip with my good with my stomach <laughs> oh, to fall yeah. wig oh, and right. landed on the tiny. on my hip during curtain call. It's a tiny little space. It seats sixty five people. The entire audience is like, <gasps> oh, ouch, yeah. ouch, Julie. Julie really loves this story. And so I am a complete bruised tip. And I was like, and I was like what is going on? And I was like, you got to get up and dance it off. You got to show me. Okay. So I get up and I'm just dancing like crazy. Oh at this my point. God. Let everyone know that I'm okay. Then I like get off stage. But still the audience has not recovered. They're still like really deeply worried for me. I come off stage and I think, oh God, I've really fucked up my hip or I've done something bad. That was fine, but this toe that has been broken for an hour and throbbing <laughs> is black. And the, the fucking and bitch size of a has some ball. long ass toes. Yes. yes oh, girl. Does. And it was so bad. So then I, the, the, I, we did the show the next night with just the. the with, I was and such you were a like, broken Sam, person. I literally have a broken toe. I was like. Yeah, break a leg, break a toe, whatever. Let's do I it. Mean, you've got some fucking gangrene toe going on. Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, and where did you kick him? Like, he showed to me. I was like, what? where'd you kick him in his thigh? I or? kicked him right on his shin with my <laughs> ring toe. Oh, right this, there. This um, robot felt nothing. This robot <laughs> felt nothing. But I have such long toes that you wouldn't even need to do that much as long. As yeah, because I have long toes yeah. too, and you still go yep. right in there, Julie. <laughs> Oh, French you, fries. You, you were French fucking fries. brilliant that night, kid. French oh, fries. Thank you, kid. Oh. You're welcome. I, I don't mean oh. that like to admit that. Oh. That's sweet. No, that's sweet. Thank that's you. Guys. Really it, is, guys. it is so much fun. If I could do that, have that experience every time, like, I just love Well, you. we would like to do that a lot. So we hope you Have you guys go had somewhere. any dud improv nights or no? We've only done two, and they both okay. have gone, you know, knock on wood. They're pros, yeah, Brandy. Yeah, yeah. Super right. pros. We're trying to get a lot more lined up. With, and that's not to sound all like gross and like actors rubbing each other's ball sacks, but. But we but do. I, I'm, I don't ever worry when I'm there with you because we'll get so lost and confused. And luckily, we play such <laughs> drug-addled messes who are yes. deeply angry with each other. Yeah. Who will? Who will? Uh, Openly, we unapologetically we say, like, I'm lost. Know. I will say in the show, I don't even know what's happening next. And it's the kind, it's so supported by these characters, you would believe it. And I would say, I'm not going to apologize for that. And we would go over, we had no, like, <laughs> I'm so free to that show. Like, I'm never nervous in that show. Like, oh God, what if Nor we Nor am I. That? And like, I, my ex-boyfriend was like, oh, I know you're doing a show next week. I want to see you. But like, I know it's a show week. Because he used to know that when I was doing one-man shows or anything else, he was like, you're a nightmare. I'm like, no, not with this one. I'm no, never it's worried. Super fun. I'm never worried. Inside the actor's studio. studio. Yeah. <laughs> 
When you are together as a duo, do you, you know. ever feel scared? Cunt. Drew. Oh, I thought I was just giving my favorite Which word? curse word. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? Drew. Uh, um, uh, bitch teeth. <laughs> bitch teeth. I love bitch Fuck. teeth. Fuck titty. <laughs> they always, well, the audience there will do anything. Wonderful. Oh, I have a question. Yes. Um, third yeah, year yeah, actor third year. and oh, director yeah. and writer wow. and yeah. novelist and dancer. Hi. Sam. Yeah, hi. When you're acting out a scene, sometimes like when I'm acting out a scene, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, feel, uh, I don't feel anything. It's the guy from Hangover. He's in the actor <laughs> studio famously. Which one? The main, but Bradley fucking Cooper was. He was in the actor studio. Yes, in, in the audience oh, asking right. fucking famous. questions. You know, anyway, I had a series with him. You know what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all are aware. <laughs> but he, I saw Wait, that what? thing about him. Like he was the famous, like now student in the thing. Who was the actor though? Like Bradley was. I like, thought he. I there was two. He did two ones where he asked questions, and it was huge he actors. Did. You know my story oh, about him. So crazy. Up? Let's not go. Let's not go crazy yet. <laughs> Let's not, let's not dip around too much. Bradley Cooper was one of those people in the audience who he said, Hi, I'm Bradley He might have even asked Renee Zellweger a question for all I fucking know when he dated her, but they <laughs> have a thing where they'll isolate him in the audience. Oh, twice. with a little doink, 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 yeah, doink. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sam, there actually have been a lot of questions from the audience since it became aware that you knew Bradley Cooper and several people have tweeted me, does he have a big cock? Oh, my God. Which, of course, every actor working on a show wants to find out from me, does he have a big cock? Yeah, they'd ask that person, on the actor's You, you get that studio. at the table read. You, you can tell. That's I did a series called Kitchen Confidential with... Called what? Kitchen Sam is in a special Kim. place Call right now. Captain Kim Australia inversion. <laughs> oh my god. Kitchen Confidential. Kitchen Confidential. Kitchen Kitchen Confidential starring Bradley Cooper and Sam Pancake. So they and many are many others. So Jamie King, Jamie John Cho, really John Cho. John Cho? Jamie uh, King. And I'm trying to pronounce uh, the things properly. Okay. Get to the get to the question. Get to the question. Okay, Bradley is awesome. I love him. He's a very dick size. Dick size. It's reported to me by others who who know his cock is enormous. Hey. What's his personality like? Julie, nobody cares about that. <laughs> Julie, you know what show you're on now. Behave. Don't ruin Ask me what's that his emotional internal like, life What's like? his personality like? <laughs> there would be like a one word for that. Articulate. Uh, now, Drew, Drew, one of the things, one of the things that I always noticed on the podcast on Glitter in the Garbage is that there's one thing. There's, of course, you have a lot of main themes behind your work, but one of the main themes seems to be oh, that I think you hate main themes. Ma- main themes. The main themes behind your work is that you hate uh, Jenna Elfman, right? Oh yeah, I love. I've what? had that as a running joke for the whole year. I've had that she, as a running joke. If there's always really, a fuck you to Jenna Elfman I, somewhere I just in love Drew's to stuff. Just randomly throw it in there. Like I'm just so mad at. I'm so deeply mad at her. 
Um, really, everything I've always felt about it, it really stemmed from Dharma and Greg. And I have to say, Family Guy trumped me like by making fun of Dharma and Greg as many times as they can, really? which I love because it was the, I, I felt like they were talking directly to me because <laughs> every single time I would watch that fucking show, I'd be so angry. The name of it, Dharma and Greg, like she's wacky, she's bohemian, she smells like patchouli. His name's Greg. He's a lawyer. Sitcom. Like, I just hated everything about how and her wackiness was always something so dumb like I'm wearing flip flops y'all like it was like it made her wacky like she was so I was irritated and then just like yeah she's a Scientologist and I, every time I see her do you know my story with her like, like, like I've knew like, her for thousands of years when I was casting her <laughs> wait wait hold on I was like I'm gonna hear the end of this and then I'm gonna get well, to you I would just I, I do not know I haven't met her before but I've, I've heard cuckoo could stories and I and I really don't have anything other than just like who is this woman what is she doing what is it like to be her for a day like what have you done? Like, who are you? So I just, and I'm a nobody. So it's like really fun for me to get on the air and just be like this, you know, and have this personal vendetta. And I keep saying, I'm always going to go to her house. I'm going to find out where she lives. I'm going to go to her house and ring the doorbell. And when she answers the door, I'm just going to tell her to stop. I'm just going to say, just stop. Just quit. You're done. Thank you. Goodbye. Like, and that was just like this running thing I've had. I mean, you know, I, I have much deeper, deeper feelings about other people, but it was just totally. Wow. That's a good one. Now, Sam, you know Jenna Elfman in real life. I know, I've known Jenna for years. And when I used to cast commercials, she was Jenna Fertala. Yeah, because she was a big commercial chick, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah. And we did we did a commercial together for a Blockbuster music. We You could go into a Blockbuster store when they had CDs for sale. In and 1990... Like the, 1998 or 7 or 6. Maybe, yeah. You're making fun, but <laughs> no, I'm no, just I'm offering you the truth. I remember I'm going to tell you, since Tammy was six years old and not even born but the thing is like they featured her too much and her uh, <laughs> husband Bodie Elfman I've known forever she was Jenny Butala she married Bodie Elfman and then I don't know what I should say but I will say this is my best girlfriend Lauren Graham okay. was in a show called Townies with her uh-huh. and um, which is fine it's nothing uh, you know hooray but me and my friend Mark Randall who's a uh, commercial casting director now we're always like what, Julie? What? She was arranging her boobs. Uh, That's all. Keep going. But my thing was like, we were always like, um, it was a time of my life in the mid to late 90s where like, that gets to be famous, that gets to be famous, and like, Jenna got to be famous, and she was chosen somehow. And like, uh, and wasn't and her guy, Bodie Elfman, like always like bummed out? That, super Scientology, though. And he's yeah. in everything, but they were both super Scientology. And now, Lauren lives, oh, not to give too much away, but like, Around the corner from them, mm-hmm. and you know, well, you've been there. Drew can go Drew's to her house been and there. Say, Stop. Oh, yeah, know, I, now I, I Drew knows. I could show her. You can your, go there. Her house. Do but it. See, she's somebody that if I if there be some blue moon that she would ever ever hear my podcast. But if she did. I, I would be also awkward meeting her being like I'd have to be to explain it I'm like I really the don't have deep feelings the thing is it's just a thing <laughs> it's just you've always a just joke. been a joke to me everything about you everything about you is funny to me um, so it's, uh, get it like no but, but you're either. right to feel that way because I feel that way deeply and I've known her forever and her manners are so bad it's like whole like, they're Scientologists and the whole thing of like Oh, Sam's vodka tongue is getting loose <laughs> yeah. as a goose. Somebody's pulled off, put his Lexi panties on because Sammy has pretty much knocked off that entire eighth of vodka or whatever it is. Yeah. 
Congratulations. It's the Thank middle you. size. <laughs> they sell at the drugstore. Not even the small size. It's the middle size, everyone. Oh, it's it's the middle <laughs> size. Oh, my goodness. We're not going to kowtow to World of Wonder or Scientologists. Nor yeah. should we. Right. Nor should we. Nor should we. Do whatever we. we fucking want. Yeah, Brandy. Oh, my goodness. Drew, I'm so happy you were able to come in oh and have God, some fun I'm with so us. You're a delight. Here. And plus, then I get to hear your little mini rants that I've been missing from my uh, earbuds. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, they, will, they will be coming back because I miss, I miss doing it. If and you I'm haven't writing, checked I'm it out. I'm writing for out.com right now. So I've got really? monthly. Uh, I read one of those. every month. It'll be, I think, so I get to have an outlet that way too and just sort of fun but I love your bachelorette party thing thank you that was great I read that too do you see that yeah you're a good writer yeah Yeah, thank you thank you I got a lot of very mixed reactions to that people loved it or hated it which was great I've never written anything that was so controversial before Mm. well well done then that's right well done well done sir well done darling (laughs) well done done, hunty controversy controversy Uh, if you haven't checked out the glitter in the garbage they're all sitting there on iTunes ready for you to enjoy so many fun people were on that show so many improv superstars it's a delight. So make sure you check that out. What's your YouTube channel called, Boo? I don't have one, but what? Like not. I know. Just check out just then. Just Google, Google my name. Google Drew or, Drew Drew or Google. I mean, YouTube. Just put Chloe Seven. Seven years. Close Chloe yeah, Seven. If you, go, if you go on YouTube and type in her name, my videos come up. Yeah. First, so Birthday. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Birthday. Birthday. Oh, we love you, Drew. Thank you, baby. I love you guys, thanks for having me. Yay! Yay!
everyone. I raised a bunch of money on Kickstarter. Yes. And uh, for, for thank you, Tammy. You're welcome. Yay. <laughs> um, the Thanks to all the listeners, I was able to get, get the gayest of all time mastered. I'm having the videos converted to have the whole closed captioning on them. Yes. I'm creating a new DVD. I'm putting all the videos on iTunes. All thanks to the money we raised. And some very special babies helped me out. And I wanted to thank them all. Your listeners are so sweet to you. Oh, they so are. Sweet. It's so like lovely. such a dream. Now, our first person, Brandy. Okay. Our first thank you. This is the twenty-five dollar category. Great. Um, uh, Darren Kersey. Kersey. Yeah, Darren Kersey said uh, he would really, or that yes, he said he would really, uh, really love it, and he would die if Miss Brandy Howard could do the shout out to him. Oh. So just give him a little shout out, Darren Kersey. Hey, Darren. Thanks for supporting and being a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) New ringtone. New ringtone. Of course, my little special baby, JT Starr, our ex-podcast intern, he gave $25. He was homeless just a year ago, and he still managed to pull $25 together. He had to suck three dicks to get that. He's actually in a long-term relationship with his 12-year-old looking boyfriend that I call 12. (laughs) He's actually at Bryman College. University of Phoenix doing it right. Yeah, he's great. And shout out to him in 12E. Of course, Mr. Curtis Jensen. Thanks to you, Henty. Yay! Curtis. Joe Brown. Joe Brown. Joe Brown. Joe Brown, give your money. I wonder if it's Judge Joe Brown. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be great if Judge Joe, <laughs> Judge Brown, Joe Brown really spent $25? He was like, I want to tell you one thing. I'm going to give him $25. I want to support this gay release. I want to support it. Um, next up is Thomas Demi, sort of like Jedi. So am I pronouncing it right? Demi, Jedi. Yeah, that's about right. Thomas Demi. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. 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 E. Kitty. Don't forget. Demi, but Demi. Demi. (laughs) Uh, Maddie Sizzle. Maddie Sizzle. David Rome. Yeah, old Maddie Sizzle. Old Maddie Sizzle. (laughs) David Romanelli, what a delight. Hi, Thank David you, David. David Romanelli. Don't forget Christian. Christian. Ronald. And Catholics. <laughs> Ronald, thank you for your money. Martha Cerulean. Cerulean. Martha Cerulean. Martha. That was all the people that gave $25 and they get this shout out. And they also got a copy of Sexy Nerd or Modified, but I gave them both anyway. God bless you. Now, in the $50 category, the category is $50 to help a gay release. The category is $50. First up, Logan May helped out a lot. Thanks, Bell. Logan. Rodney Johnson. Thanks, Arjo. Um, Hilda Ruiz, good old Hilda Ruiz. Hilda Ruiz. And um, she she requested she requested that someone special give her a shout out. It's me, Jojo, the Instagram <laughs> penis made from a clit. I'm huge. Hilda, I'm gonna rip you. Hilda's so lucky. Oh, and I'm gonna shout out your cousins, T, Lizette, and Charlie. <laughs> oh, it's apparently, uh, apparently, Lizette is Linda, Charlie is Strady Martin. And T, be the only gay one, I guess, is actually like you. Well, Jojo, shout out to all of them. He's not going to rape any of them? I'm raping all of them. That's what they wanted. Uh, orgy, because I'm huge and big. <laughs> Sam Nets gave money. Sam Nets. Our good old friend, Donna Sugars. God hey, bless Donna her. Sugar. Donna Sugars. Who helped dig 
Digmatized video. Yeah. She was our intern Thank on the Digmatized you, Donna video. Yeah, Donna exactly. Sugars, God bless you. Because D- Drew is also in Digmatized. Have we mentioned that? Well, we yeah. actually didn't mention it, but we know that it's the true. Whole world His knows. genius it's performance. True. Everybody knows. Go everybody, everybody knows. Everybody Is that part of the world? They know. That's right. Um, my favorite part of Drew's piece of it is the end part when it's but there is no cure for digmatization. <laughs> Thanks, Donna, for all your Twitter support. Being yes, cute. we heart you, Donna. You're <laughs> amazing. Um, Andrew Smith, hey, Andrew. and he wants to actually. Truth sorry, Andy. he wants to be sharded out, and you're gonna like sharded, him. All, you're sharded. sharded out. I'm gonna shard you out. I got one for you, Andrew. Andrew. I'm gonna shard you out. I sharded your intro, Andrew. But he wants to be called Blandrew. Blandrew. Hey, Blandrew. Yeah, I think so. I love Black I'm loving Andrew. it. Blandrew. Let's not forget Chris Vestein. Chris Vestein. Say her. Say her. S e h e r. Say her. Say her. Christine Baker. Yeah, exactly. Um, good old John Degnan from Boston. Boston. I hope you came to see my show in Boston last weekend. I hope you were there. It hasn't happened yet, Julie, but I'm talking about it as if it already happened. I hope you're there, John, you masshole. (laughs) Good old Steve Benson, you guys. Steve Benson. Bucky Saka Cuckoo. (laughs) I know Bucky Bucky Saka Cuckoo is one of my Twitter followers. Yeah, good old Bucky Saka Cuckoo. And I love his, or on Facebook, because I love his name. So hi, Bucky. Bucky, you got a double shout out from Drew Droki. It's Drew Droki. And Sam Pancake. I think he's in Milwaukee. Well, hi, Bucky. Bucky Sakakoko. Bucky Sakakoko. Bucky Sakakoko. Bucky, I understand. First of all, my grandfather's name Bucky. No oh. joke. No Ooh. joke. Wow. And I understand what it's like to have a very difficult name to pronounce. Oh. And I think it's beautiful. Wonderful. You're welcome. Every child's a butterfly. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> the handsome and beautiful Craig Handlin gave $50. Craig Get a job, Craig. I like <laughs> Don't forget Gene Wolski. Gene. Gene Wolski. Oh, Quentin S. Quentin S. Oh, and Dorian Black is the email tag on that Dorian one. Dorian Black, Black Esquire. Oh, <laughs> Quentin S. Dorian Black Esquire. One life to live, no lives. So now we're talking about the big donors. One hundred dollars right now coming up. Category is one hundred dollars. Generous realness. Um, uh, someone who I might make love to in the future, Mr. Oh. Daniel Troopin, gave a hundred dollars. Oh, first, guys. Um, uh, Lance. Hunter gave a hundred dollars. Take your shirt off. Are you a porn star? Yeah, yeah it sounds sexy. Brian E. Layton gave one hundred dollars. Brian, the charming, talented, and lovely Christina Beamish gave a hundred bucks. Beamish, Christina Beamish, extremish. Derek Newton, you guys are Derek. Derek, the Derek Newton. Gave me a hundred dollars. Thanks, Derek. Thank you, Thanks, Derek. Christopher Colblentz. He's a darling. Wait, I thought we met him on um I think we met that guy on a cruise. Really? Yeah. Well, Christopher, they're shouting you out right now. Hey Chris. Hey Chris. Hey Queen. Hey, uh, last name wrong or something. Goblets. Goblets. What did you say? I don't know. Goblets. <laughs> 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 Um, uh, don't forget, Brandon in Toronto gave a hundred dollars. Hi, Brandon. I love your city. Can, can he, you know what, Brandon? I really want to come to Toronto and perform. Yeah, yeah well, I can work that out. I can work you. Can, can you? I can, I'm 
wasted. I can help you out with that. Yay! Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, because I know a lot of great boys in Toronto. They're wonderful. Brandon in Toronto, you may have just gotten me a gig with your name. Yay. Thank you. Yeah, Brandon. Keith well Caulfield gave $100. Keith Caulfield. Billboard's own Keith. Keith Caulfield. Caulfield. Brian Spath. Brian Spath. He knows Brian, how to Brian. do some funky math. $100. <laughs> it's so good. Brian Spath. He did the math. <laughs> Well, one of America's sweethearts for sure, Jeffrey Pound. Uh, Jeffrey oh, told Jeffrey me his Pound. videos arrived. You know his Jeffrey videos Jeffrey arrived. Didn't work, but I'm going to resend you the links, Jeffrey. Sam, you're bleeding. Am I? No, I'm no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, Alex gave $100. Alex did it. Alex. Mark Alex. Horn did it. Mm, Horn. Okay. Horny. Sexy old Ben Landry did it. Oh, sexy her. old Ben Landry. Ben Landry. Mitch in Milwaukee choked out the damn Don't Mitch. Dutch money, honey. Anyone in Milwaukee named Mitch is cool. Yeah. Uh, right? Mitchwalkie, I call it. Mitchwalkie. <laughs> and then, I know you hate the Scandinavias, but luckily he's a little bit removed from that. Sven from Switzerland. Uh, Sven. Oh, Sven from right. Switzerland Thank gave you, 100. Sven. Thank it's you. It's not Norway, Sven. Thank you. <laughs> what kind of money do you have there? <laughs> well, he has green money. Because yes, he, he sent it to me. Thank you, Sven. <laughs> Chocolate dollars. Um, Jason A. Begley. Hey, Jason. Oh, he's hey, doing Jason. a middle hey, initial. Hey, Jason. Yeah, Jason A. Begley. Yeah, and don't get you get it wrong. Jason A. Begley Jr. <laughs> yeah, and him. Uh, Steven Macias gave money. Isn't that sweet of him? Uh-huh. Macias. Is that right? Macias. I hope that's yeah. your right correct one. The sexy, talented, beautiful Kyle Dunham. I said that Kyle in the Dunham. Kyle Dunham. Kyle Dunham. Oh, and look, my someone of my one of my continuing always donors, Manuel Valencia and the Valencia family. They gave a bunch of money last time too. They're just they're angels. Yeah, they are such angels. More in angels. their honor, I'm rubbing Gary's asshole with my flip-flop. <laughs> <laughs> what an honor. And the last $100 donor is John Yost. Ooh, John damn. Yost. That John a Yost. name of mystery and talent. Yost, can I make you some toast? Now, there's just <laughs> two us. more gigantic people, but they're the ones who fucking like rocked my world out. The $500 donor for the category is $500 donor. You know what? Category closed. The winner has been revealed. Uh-huh. There will be no walking for this trophy because the trophy has been given to John Teeple. John Teeple. 500 bucks, John Teeple. Damn, yeah, wow. John. You must have a nice job and a good education. Yeah, and an excellent taste. Or be deeply needy and afraid of uh, <laughs> losing people. I don't know. Hi, John. God bless you, it's John. It's Sam Pancake. No, no, it's not. It's drug, 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 drug. It's drug, drug, drug. <laughs> drunk Rocky. And of course, everyone, the most gigantic tran angel, super angel of them all mm-hmm. is Mr. Brian Douglas. Once Brian again, Douglas. number one. Once oh, again, he Brian gave so many thousands amazing. of dollars before. He gave thousands of dollars to this one, too. Wow. He That's is so nice. He's truly my patron. I feel like I'm an artist with a patron. Now, he's just for, sweet really and wonderful. Quick, he is a sweet and wonderful person. Somebody was going to get fellatio by Tiam Tiam, but they had to give a large amount. What they had it? to give the whole 3,000, but nobody really? did. Oh, okay. I would have topped him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good one. <laughs> I just, uh, I can't thank Mr. Brian Douglas enough. How sweet and wonderful of him. And it all, all of my donors, I love you very much. And so soon nice. you'll be get. they got all their video prizes. And the only people who haven't gotten the extra prizes, I'm still uploading the go-go footage from Dickmatize for the big prize, people. Ooh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. 
that's when you get the extra good stuff. But I'm going to take that footage, that go-go footage, and make a remix stigmatized video with the remix, Julie. So that's another thing that your money has helped paid for, my little babies. I love you very much. Hooray for money! All right, my little gay babies, we love you. Keep it faggoty. And remember, champagne wishes and faggoty dreams dreams from Hollywood. Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. It's really got me hooray.